0: cowboy place ain't no time like a cowboy time ain't no way like the cowboy way have a cowboy kind of day yeah
1: try the new big sky burger at roy rogers it's smithfield pulled pork beer battered onion rings american cheese and spicy barbecue sauce on a kaiser bun
0: have a cowboy kind of day at a rose ain't no way you're going wrong hey,
1: yeah DoorDash and uber eats available at participating restaurants
2: you become one of those atheists. Yeah. Oh, how dare you?
3: They want to harpoon, mock, demonize God. That's not fair. There's nothing kind about that. <laughs>
2: Hey guys, welcome back to the Utah Outcast for the 28th of November, 2015. I know I didn't say hey everybody, but you know what, um, we changed things up a little bit here. Don't let the name fool you, Utah Outcast front and center, but we're so much more. Um, if you want to get in touch with anyone here on the show, you could do so via our website, utahoutcast.com, uh, the mailbag at utahoutcast.com, uh, text and voicemail line 347-669-3377. We're on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube as Utah Outcasts. Merchandise available through cafepress.com slash Outcast. and we also have Patreon with the same thing, so if you're inclined, please give us some support through there. Anybody who pays five bucks or higher for an episode gets to listen to the whole thing uncut and gets to uh, get their little secret episodes, so consider doing that. But don't worry, we're still going to give you a full show. we got a full fucking cast tonight, probably the most people we've had on the show ever. Uh, I am going to go ahead and get to everything because we have a lot to get through. Uh, let's see, for the panel this week, first one up. And the one and only bringer of the cheese and defender of the nipple, Felicia Entwistle. Hi. Second second up is the in-law deflator and book writer, Kyle Uh Steenblik.
1: Hi. (laughs) Uh,
2: And we have special guest panelists this week, including three from the panel at the Atheist Podcast. We have Dave, Ed, and Chris. Welcome to the show, guys.
4: How's it going, eh?
2: And uh, rounding out the whole thing here is me. I'm your host, X. Hi, guys. Uh, nah. So let's get caught up on uh, what we've been up to for the last week. Anybody do anything fun? It was American Thanksgiving, so. Is,
1: is American Thanksgiving supposed, supposed to be fun?
2: No. Okay. It's, it's not. Oh, I, I was. It's,
1: I was afraid I did it wrong.
5: Sorry. Kyle, Kyle go ahead. Sorry.
1: Oh, no. I was just, it's, it it never, was Thanksgiving yeah. wrong. You, you should you a bunch of people who are related and vaguely related to each other in the same room uh, it's not fun never I don't uh, know who thought that was a good idea
2: <laughs> I had a lot of these people comment. that don't normally have anything to do with each other in the normal workaday life and then let's expect the best out of everybody I think, I think that's the thing that they're hoping would happen like Oh, that's right. I forgot. I fucking hate you. Oh,
5: no. Uh, my redneck family that's coming over <laughs> Sunday for Thanksgiving, uh, I fucking love those people. Seriously, they're the best. It's We're not my sure. dad's family, so I don't have to like watch what I say or anything. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, my Thanksgiving was awesome. It was just... Uh, my fella and his two roommates, and we had way more food than we needed, and it was awesome. We had a great time. Everyone got Yay, like gluttony. food drunk, and then I got straight-up wine drunk, so it was great.
3: <laughs> well, I before
2: I started the, uh, the feasting, uh, I decided to crack open one of my 10%ers that we've been talking about for episode after episode. And I drank it on an empty stomach, so that made things a lot better, mm-hmm. a lot more palatable. That night was with a with a belly full of alcohol. That was great. No,
5: I love I love my um in my mom's family. Like, there's never any conflict, and if there is, we'll be like, I disagree, and then we will like have an intellectual conversation about why we disagree.
2: Oh, friend. I wish that could happen in my family because <laughs> what I dealt with around mine is that this one guy was talking about how politically correct people are destroying the fucking world. And to, for the most part, I'll agree that sometimes people are a little right. bit way too much fucking politically correct. But, but this, this guy was to the point where they were
5: referring to not reality.
2: This isn't politically correct. The speech that I'm I'm, I'm talking about here. This is straight up racism <laughs> that was happening <laughs> like they were making black jokes, spick jokes. They were making all make, sorts of racist. like, like that's racist. That was
5: my mom's Thanksgiving. She went up to Idaho and a guy in Idaho was saying that he carries his weapon, his gun, everywhere because of the Muslims. That sounds in, pretty standard
1: in Idaho. for Idaho. In yeah,
5: no. Idaho. I thought that
4: was standard for all Americans. You know, it was so, to so a funny. Gun, they they a, a, gun, to America. a cheeseburger and a Walmart gift card. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Apparently, like, welcome to America. Here's your Velveeta, your gun. Oh, Velveeta. <laughs> fucking cheese oh, out of a fucking fuck. spray can.
5: They, it, okay, Canadians, Canadians up there. Yeah. What's your cheese situation
4: like? Oh, we like, have delicious you, cheese. There's lots of French have,
5: people. Like, oh, yep, there you go. Real work, like, real cheese.
4: Yeah, like real cheese. Yeah, yeah, because like uh, there's I think like 12 million French people. Hey, eh? um, mm-hmm. Edward, about 12 million. So, yeah, they yeah a lot. so we have, like, all – yeah, our, like, you go to the grocery store here, there's an entire section that's just and, – and it could be any grocery store. Even the Walmart has an entire section devoted to cheese and cheese alone.
5: See, I, so here in, in Utah, we don't have specialty cheese shops like a lot of big cities because yeah. – uh, they they we're too dispersed. The population is spread out over too wide of an that's area.
4: Kind of laughable. I'm gonna laugh at that because have you seen <laughs> Canada?
5: Right. <laughs> exactly.
4: There's 40 million people here. So yeah, <laughs> One, that's a really that's a big fucking country, story too. though. Continue.
5: So uh, so there's no specialty cheese shops, but I work for a grocery store chain that decided uh they were going to start already arti- offering artisan and specialty food products. So they. Uh, started doing specialty cheese islands based on specialty cheese shops within the store, and I run one of those. Okay. So uh, cheese for me is kind of a big deal. Tell and them to tell them to order cheeses.
4: Saint Alberts, Saint
5: Alberts, Saint Alberts. Yeah, Saint Alberts. I'll
4: have cheese in Newfoundland.
2: She's getting a pin.
5: <laughs> but I love it because the Europeans come to my island and they're like, "Oh my God, there's there's real cheese in Utah." Yeah. Like, <laughs>
4: I heard that you guys have to bring your own booze to the bar. Is that true? No. No, no.
2: You can, but... <laughs> Like,
4: was there ever a time when you would bring your own bottle and then they would just tell you pop?
5: Mm, okay, so there's a... Th-
4: Not
2: from my understanding. There's, there's a but... thing where if you what go you to fine dining Soda?
5: restaurants, there's a thing that if you go to fine dining restaurants, you can bring your own wine, but they have wine there, but you can bring your own wine and they'll cork it for you and charge you a corking fee, which... Yeah, to... it's
2: like 30 fucking dollars
4: Yeah, they would tell you to go fuck yourself here um <laughs> and that's i did have i did have something to say though about thanksgiving okay so um thanksgiving actually started in canada in yeah uh, 1578 i think it was a full 40 years before uh america you guys go yeah. fucking crazy for it here it's like it's <laughs> not a big fucking it happened six weeks ago it was like Nobody's like ah oh, Turkey Day. Let's go fucking crazy. Fill it like you, you do have a dinner with your family. But to tell you the truth, I, we order Chinese food on Thanksgiving Day. <laughs> I old in laws. Like I fuck, in I don't feel like leaving my house. I'm gonna order some fucking Chinese food. And that's I how love I,
5: Thanksgiving. I'm not gonna lie. I love God, a holiday surrounded so by food. Like food that I, you I saw, make at home. Love that shit.
4: I saw this guy that I'm um, friends with on Facebook from Detroit. He's like, the busiest bar night of the year, Thanksgiving Eve. I've never even heard anybody use the term Thanksgiving Eve before. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck are you talking
5: about? New to New be Eve fair, as an American, neither have I. So,
2: <laughs> yeah, well, it's crazy. you know, we're lazy as fuck here so like anything that we have anytime we have a celebration we want it to stretch out for more than one day
6: so
2: watch with the we never celebrate one holiday it's always thanksgiving oh the day before thanksgiving thanksgiving eve and then you have fucking black friday following yeah, so. black i'm not gonna
5: friday, oh fuck black friday i stayed inside and watched jessica jones all day like just lay it on the couch and just that was a good choice by, by the
2: way i gotta i gotta talk about that later right
5: <laughs> christopher
4: Hang on one second.
5: Uh, Christopher
4: got to spend his first Thanksgiving with his new bride.
2: Yeah. Aww. Congratulations, man. Thank you. And it was just us two and no arguing, anything like that. I miss those. <laughs> <laughs> now I've got three kids.
4: <laughs> I have two.
2: I, uh, I cooked up a... a I, since I knew Thanksgiving was going to be primarily spent going to other people's houses and hearing racist bullshit and i want to get back to that one because sure, go they were talking about politically correctness and i said that they started making racial jokes and i'm like seriously guys we're going to do racist jokes now you guys are going to talk racism and they're like, "Oh, you're not politically correct, are you?" I said, "Yeah." When it comes to fucking racism. No,
5: there's, a, there's.
2: And my my wife didn't hear what was going on, but she heard my intonation of my voice start to go up and up and up and up. And she's like, "All right, guys, that's enough of that." <laughs> and so said, bring later breath. on, bring it
5: back. Bring it back. <laughs> well,
2: like later on that night, she's like, "What were you guys arguing about?" I said, "There are a bunch of racist fucks in that family, and I can't stand it. Sometimes I'm going to call people on. It. I don't let sit idly by and let that shit pass right? anymore. You shouldn't. There's
1: no reason <laughs> oh, not let that, that pass."
2: It's like, yeah, that's okay. You can go ahead and be a racist fuck. Yeah, do it in your own time, not around me and my kids. Go, go, fuck yourself. I hate people that do that kind of. Thing. So
4: I'm not politically correct, but I'm just not a fucking asshole. It, no that's difference. Difference. No, the point. There's a fucking yeah. difference, like, right? Like, so yeah, my my, and if you came to my house and started making racist jokes, I'm probably gonna knock your ass out since my wife is brown and we have kids together.
2: Yeah, I. I it's guess- like my favorite word of all time is retard. And all of a sudden, it's become not politically correct to use this. And even though you're using it correctly and talking about someone's actions, no, you no, know, no, the you're not calling a not person with doubt.
5: The context is important. I got, a, I got a perfect story for this shit. So at my last apartment, there was this old man who used to come and hang out with us. And, uh, and, and he, he was always nice to us. And, and he was always a good person. He came up to my place one time and, and he started talking politics. I'm like, all right, I'm not going to give you a break because you're old right like that's seriously my policy like I'm not ever gonna be like mean to somebody I'm never gonna be like fuck you fuck everything you well I will it depends on how bad yeah, they get it will be. Yeah, uh, But so he goes so we started talking about gay rights and I was like uh gay marriage is gonna get passed dude it's just gonna happen uh cause there's no legal reason and he goes when I see those faggots walking around I said excuse me
7: eh, 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 eh. <laughs> I hope now, you got that
2: a- little bit there You got that on record. You're gonna loop that. I can, I can, I can, I can isolate that one.
5: (laughs) So, so I said, "Excuse me, in my home, you talk like that. In my home, when I just told you about my feelings on gay marriage, you said that, and he like got offended, and I'm like, if you're offended, you can leave." And my, my ex-husband, like, got all pissed at me for that shit. I'm like, he's like, he's from a different different generation. I'm like, that's not a fucking excuse, and I don't fucking care. He doesn't get to come in my home and talk that way. Now, first of all, I've used the word faggot. And I've used the word fag. I've never used that word attacking gay people. <laughs> and And th- 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 you have to understand the context in which he used it. It was the context. Was oh yeah, so, bundle of sticks was so <laughs> offensive and disgusting. Cigarette. He he was yeah. basically advocating for like I, I can't remember the exact words, but he was basically like he wants to run them over or something. I was Have just
4: you like, ever had dinner no. with with a with a, a fucking um, Holocaust denier.
2: Oh, not yet. <laughs> yeah, I can't I, wait I, for
4: that one. Okay, so I am a contractor. <laughs> I do renovations for a living. And I was renovating an ex-Muslim's basement. So he's now secular. But his family are all Muslims from Lebanon. And they had a family get-together on Sunday. And I normally don't eat with customers at all. But I had been there. Like, it was the last day of the job. Had to get it done that day. They were heading to California the next day. So I'd been there for, like, 11 hours. I hadn't eaten. So I'm like, okay. I go upstairs, (laughs) and the 82-year-old Muslim great-uncle just starts ripping into Jews. And I was like, oh my God. God, save me. <laughs> and then he got into the fact that he was, oh, it wasn't 6 million Jews. It was 100,000 Jews that were killed. And a German <laughs> scientist told me, I said, "No, oh, fuck it. Come on, man. No, first He's of like, all, that it was, was part. Million. He was part of the Nazi party. Well, fuck. He, of course. Yeah, that makes him credible.
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, try that one. And you're in a customer's house, so you don't want to be like, shut the fuck up, Vincent. you old bastard. <laughs>
5: uh, yeah, I was telling you guys about the henna party I did a couple weeks ago, and um, the the women there, and again, I don't want to disparage these women, because they they were stoked about, they all chose, like, traditional henna art, so, like, I don't want to be, like, too dickish, but, like, at one point, they're, they're all watching chick flicks, which I just, I hate like I hate chick flicks so much. You should no, become no, there's friends a cu- there's with
4: Chris's wife. She does henna. Mm-hmm.
5: I I've there's been doing henna for for eleven years now. Like it's it's um it's just part of who I am, and I and I've studied multiple traditions and multiple art styles. Uh, and 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 I'm kind of a believer in yes, there's cultural appropriation, and then there's art. There's learning a new medium. Anyway, the point being, uh, they were watching. <laughs> Uh, you UBC got male, and Tom Hanks is in that, right?
2: I love that fucking movie. <laughs> really? That's one of my favorite chick flicks. Yeah. Like, I,
5: like, I was like trying not to bang my head against the wall.
2: I wished it was you. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> <And she comes laughs> I, I don't know what it is
6: about dog,
5: she's like, <laughs> I don't know what it is about chick flicks, but like unless there's like a woman making fun of how giant a guy's dick is I'm like not into it at all. <laughs> uh it depends it depends on the movie like i am a romantic so like stardust i'm all about that shit but you got mail i was I just
2: like pirate in that movie too fucking love that one. stardust
5: i love yeah. stardust i love it the <laughs> movie was actually better than the book and the author well, agrees we, with me on that one so
2: before we hop into news let's let the uh, the atheist guys talk about their show yes, real please. quick give, give us give us a little plug why should people listen to you
4: <laughs> uh, that's fucking that's nothing dumb. like putting you on. this so, it? it's kind
5: of confusing. Uh, Hold on, so, I'm sorry, i so yeah. sorry, but we should spell it. It's E H like A because yeah. like it's A, Canadian, like,
4: right? I'm Canadian, eh? A. <laughs> so Chris is not A-S? Canadian. Chris is an American. Not, not. <laughs> I should say this off the bat. Not all the the hosts of the show or the people involved are Canadian. We have three Canadians. We have two Americans, and we have an Aussie living in New Zealand. Holy and shit, you, that's the coolest, coolest
5: thing I've ever heard in my life.
4: Yeah, you didn't hear her on the show, um, Christopher. The prior episode when uh, when you were there, because she's on a little bit of hiatus. She just started a new job, but she does a a weekly segment when she's on called um, News from the Future because you know they're sixteen hours. Ahead. Oh yeah,
6: yeah, yeah.
4: So. She'll, she'll read and there's an ongoing joke because in their accent you can't tell the difference between deck and dick, so we get her to say deck. <laughs> what's in the back of her house? And she's like, a very big dick? deck. And we're like, yes, dick. Yeah, it's it's really good. So you have cocktail parties on your dick. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. Um, That's
5: amazing. I love yeah, everything so about that. I'll,
4: I'll just give a, a basic rundown of. Of how the show started, um, so I met Chris and Corinne on on a Facebook group for uh, AOA. You guys know Atheists on Air, Cash.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, no, actually, I haven't listened to that one. I have to check. Are it out.
4: you fucking kidding me? No, I, I, okay, I've, I've, to done, I've done podcasts. Cash is for... on anymore. Like this man is amazing. He he brought so many. Like the reason why those two are married is because they met through that group right oh, wow. like this guy and if you listen yeah. to him talk he's so inspiring because he's just a down-to-earth hillbilly guy but you can tell his emotion is brought through in his podcast and so yeah. I, I i'm 38 i didn't even have a facebook until last march because i'm listening to this motherfucker, and i've been listening to to atheist podcast for you know since 2006 7 8 somewhere around there and mm-hmm. I never even felt inspired to email or nothing, but I'm listening to Cash Talk and I'm like, fuck this, I'm getting a Facebook, I'm joining the group that he's talking about, and six months later I had a podcast. This man is amazing. So Podcasts are chance, fun as fuck, dude, I love is, doing shows. Yeah, Atheists on Air, give it a listen. So um, Chris and Corinne are on a, a different podcast as well called A Forbidden Fruit Show. I don't know if you've heard of that. Um,
2: nope, not yet. I'll, I'll add it to the the aggregator that I got. That is a
4: live call-in show. It nice. is on... What, what what network is that on, Chris?
3: Blog Talk Radio.
4: Blog Talk Radio. Um, Ken the Cookie Man is the host of the show. He's an African-American atheist. So it's... A, he's a... a good, Love those.
2: You know you can say... Yeah.
4: I'm Canadian though, Chris. You know that. The, the, the first instinct is to use the proper name for
2: it. Um, what if he's not from Africa?
4: African American, yeah, but you would say <laughs> Irish Canadian or whatever.
2: I know. I just fucking I hate that term. It's because <laughs> it cuts out yeah, a, but, a good chunk of other
4: black. Black isn't a great term either because they're not really black.
2: Well, I, know, but, I mean, I, it's better than what I, what I grew up saying about people. And that's because I grew up deep South. And so my grandparents are always like, Oh, them colored folks. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
4: <laughs> but anyway, so, so I had called into the show a couple of times and, um, uh, we, we just decided to start a podcast where, uh, a, a few friends would get together and, and talk about social issues and, Just have a good time and it was actually Chris's wife Corinne that said to me you know you you should start a podcast you have some good things to say and you talk a lot so you should go ahead and do that so we did and the first one was fucking brutal (laughs) I mean like I don't even think it's up for people to listen to it was just fucking dog shit but we got drunk and you know swore a lot and fucking
2: said fuck you did as as those first podcasts go you know? yeah <laughs> i have yeah. no idea what that's like that's
5: that yeah. doesn't make any yeah. sense so to me
4: we, we made it through that one and then we had a second one and the third one was a lot better than the first one and we've had a we've had a, a few a few good ones if you want to listen to cash you can listen we talked to him for about three and a half hours and got drunk with him one night
2: you guys just uh, barely hit a good milestone for your show, didn't you? Yeah, Like over a 1000 downloads per episode. We're
4: at thir- not per episode.
2: That's all oh. there, my friend. Oh,
7: <laughs> well shit.
2: Shitty. I'm talking you up. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Just no, yeah. We're at
4: yeah, each episode. We're, we're only like like we we we've got like So Chris is the editor and he's the one that uploads, so I'll let him explain that part and I'll shut up now.
8: Like, <laughs> 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 yeah, I haven't checked like in a couple of days but we were up there near i guess 1300 um listens well congrats Yay! it's always Congratulations. a great number to pass <laughs> and i i mean we we're a small show and that's fine you know we have we have our devoted listeners and we, we try and do something you know nice for them every week or so yeah yeah uh this last week. week uh <laughs> i um i don't want to like you 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 kinda have to see
4: it. <laughs> so 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 Chris, you, you heard Whose Lie is It, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you remember that Chris had to do something?
2: Oh yeah, I can't yeah. wait to find out.
4: So, so Chris
2: <laughs> I heard about the writing
5: crop. A link. Um, and and I'll
9: um have to look I'm
5: adding a new show to my schedule. Look at that. Send them the yep, link. I
2: added, added two as I was going. Yeah, here.
5: so so we we did a few shows. we
4: We've had guests that are way above our show. Like we did a show with Nick <laughs> Morganmore, who's a pretty famous comedian and a really famous podcaster. I don't know if you've heard of him or not. Um, he does the Imaginary Friend show. he does um, Atheist Apocalypse. He he does a, a few, like,
2: in, in, in yep, our circle, having, he's a
4: pretty famous guy. He's an we're Australian. We're having Atheist
2: Apocalypse on in a couple of weeks, yeah. I think. so. A bunch of people from that.
4: Yeah, and we, we had the, the crew of Atheist Apocalypse on. We've had Dave Foda, who is an uh, apologist expert at, you
2: know, oh. defeating apologists. That's one I've been looking more into recently. I don't know if I'll ever enter the foray of actually debating people because debate's not my thing. The whole standard, you know... I say my thing, you say your thing, and then cross back and forth and shit. It's like, I don't like the structured part of it. I like people getting together like podcasts and just hashing shit out. Yeah. I like debates. I like debates. I'm just saying they're debates. not for me. They're,
5: I like I debates mean, because you can bullshit your way through them.
2: Yeah, I did that in high school. <laughs> yeah, and I'm
5: really good <laughs> at bullshitting my way through shit. But so, go
2: check go check them out. They're the Atheist Podcast. One, one well, second, that's that's I wasn't E-H. quite
4: done yet. There's, oh, a go third, for it, man. there's a third person on the show. So, we we had been running for about five months, and one day um, Cash had come back on Atheist On Air, and he was talking about uh, atheists in Newfoundland, and Newfoundland's pretty uh, Catholic in Canada. It's probably <laughs> one of the more religious parts, and he was talking about this guy that had been there. He's an ex-Mormon, been alone in his atheism for the past 10 years, and so I was listening to that, and I thought, he's not alone anymore, and I found him on Facebook, and that's Edward Smith and I'll let him tell you about himself.
2: there has been way too fucking quiet talk Ed. Yeah. Well, we'll yeah, something. no, I uh, I <laughs> I'm always been alone I oh, always have been alone since I left the church.
10: I've uh, been alone in the church what the hell am I talking about? Um <laughs> but it's uh, a great transition it was I mean these guys are amazing. Uh when uh, I was down and out uh these guys picked me up and and gave me a new lease on life so we're struggling through and make sure we get a good podcast going and uh uh i'm really thankful for these guys for letting me be a part of it it was awesome
2: and when we get to the uh the third part of the show preferably after a lot of us had a couple of beers uh we will definitely want to talk to you about your history with the lds church because that that means a little bit more to the people listening to the show here since uh we are a utah-based show i mean most of us live in and around certain temples around here. Yeah,
4: and the fact that he's a newfie too is so fucking strange, isn't it? How fucking. <laughs> I love how, and, and he And he traveled with them. Like he was oh. all over the place with these people. And he's a newfie. Like it's so strange to me because if you know newfies, it's very fucking strange.
2: <laughs> I just know that it's. Uh, once you get to Mormons outside of Utah, they're a different breed than the ones within the state. They are. Very different. So, Dave, Chris, Ed, do you guys want to talk about anything else, or can we move into news?
4: Don't no, I don't ever. I'm good.
2: Okay, so the, uh, the first news item that I brought, I'm bringing up here tonight is that we have found one of the earliest uh, known drafts of the King James Bible, a scholar says. A, uh, the King James Bible, of course, was published in 1611 and was produced by six teams of translators known as quote-unquote companies. So the first roll of and...
4: toilet paper was found.
2: Awesome. Exactly, okay. in uh, London, Oxford, and Cambridge. Mm-hmm. And so the this one guy, Sorry, Professor I really Miller.
5: Wanna, I want to pipe up real fast. If there's some yeah. weird random noises in the background, my cat is being weird right now and just climbing on everything. So that's that happening. You don't have
4: somebody tie it Oh,
5: and also my cat is super <laughs> not graceful. So he like, just like falls into things a lot of the time, and that's what's happening.
2: That's uh, a cat with a drug habit <laughs> <laughs> so he's just
5: doing his thing, so that's...
2: so anyway this uh this professor was uh researching i can 't remember exactly where he was looking, I think it was at cambridge uh was looking for uh early drafts of uh, of bibles and stuff out there, and so he couldn't find it because somebody mislabeled this uh this tome of work as something else, and so he goes and finds it on the shelf, and all of a sudden he's got translator notes scribed stuff in here like direct translations from like the the source texts that were uh books that are now in the apocrypha and everything and so you guys have like greek latin and hebrew feeding into uh what eventually became the king james bible right and so they took over they took a lot of stuff and they of course they took liberty with it because every translator fucking takes liberty with it oh
1: God.
6: but
2: for people to think that the the King James Bible is some sort of well um,
1: inspired, inspired
2: by yeah. God work, <laughs> need to fuck right off because the, in the in the crib notes that the guy was writing in the margins, he was bitching about the other companies not doing enough work, not pulling their slack. You know.
5: Well, here's the deal, like.
2: So it was a job the, commissioned like, let's, by the let king. Us consider
5: <laughs> that, like, copyright law did not exist at this time, like. Like the, the like for them at this time and in, in this culture, artistic they were license sh- still was...
4: shitting in holes at that time.
5: In, uh, yes. <laughs> like, I'm, come on, I'm You am talking you about you artists. Don't even have license. a fucking toilet,
4: and you're going to tell me how the universe works? Go fuck yourself. <laughs>
5: <laughs> what I'm saying is that, like, for them, artistic license was just sure, whatever, fuck it. Like, the American national anthem was a British drinking song. That's the melody. Wait, I thought it was like, a German drinking song. Like, and that's, that's relatively young. For most of human history, mm-hmm. like, it was just like, sure, I'm inspired by whatever.
2: And I'll be one of the first to say that it needs to go. We need You're a different fucking right. anthem. We do, don't we? Oh, Canada is a much better fucking anthem. It, I have to say. it sounds like we're surprised all the time. Oh, Canada.
5: <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh.
4: Well, you know, you know how they came up with Canada, right? Go for it. It was a newfie trying to do the alphabet: C A N A D A. God
2: damn it! Wait, let me get my knee in the picture.
4: (laughs) You know, you know, you know what? Like, completely makes sense for our country, though. And like, what's that? How friendly we are. The word Canada in in. First Nations means village. Uh,
2: no, comes from That's the Indigenous folks up there, right?
4: Yeah, just same as you as you guys, but we just call yeah. them First Nations instead of. Um, you know, but we got to be assholes in the, or, a, or, a, a uh, to or, uh, You
5: like know, you I gotta I gotta give credit to the Native Canadians because uh, the Vikings, and that's the correct use of that term. Yes. The Vikings settled. It's not a slur. No, the no, no, no. Vikings were no, the first
4: Europeans to land in North America. They settled in cor- I'm, I'm, I'm fucking with
5: you. I'm being correct because a Viking was somebody who went out on a Viking. So the Vikings settled in Canada and there is obvious uh, evidence of trade with the natives that lived there.
4: Okay, I'm going to get a little bit technical on you now. Okay. A little bit. Okay. <laughs> <a> little bit <laughs> bit go ahead. Okay. So they settled in Newfoundland. Newfoundland <laughs> didn't become part of Canada until much 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 later so newfoundland was its own country so they actually settled newfoundland not canada
11: nobody okay. cares yeah.
8: technically accurate, i'll
5: give you that
10: yeah. yeah they settled in lance and meadows which is at the tip of newfoundland uh and but w- how
5: fucking cool is that you guys it yeah, was cool like,
4: we have commercials that tell you all about it here science and history and all that stuff
5: yeah but canadians oh, aren't so terrified by that as americans uh,
4: why?
2: Your guy's this new guy that came in that's actually giving a shit about science and stuff.
4: <laughs> yeah, it was pretty funny how he lifted the he lifted the fucking thing off the mouths of the scientists. And he had
10: it, a a George Bush. Ahead, Bush uh, Harper was a George Bush wannabe clone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah Unfortunately, Martin
4: Bush, years. though, as we discussed last night. He... Well, that's not hard to do.
2: Yeah, yeah that's not hard. Uh, that's a pretty low base. Yeah, I know
4: Harper. Harper. <laughs> Um, the issue with him is that he was really smart. That's what makes him an evil cunt. Right? Oh, there's he that. Knew exactly, he knew exactly what he was doing, and he, and he set it into play. As soon as he took power, he said, I envision a new Canada. And what his new Canada was, was America. And he dragged us <laughs> towards it.
5: Don't do that thing.
4: Don't. Yeah, don't, don't. No, 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 he did. No, he don't tried. do that. He tried. And we were like, because America is kind of.
5: In a, in we're
2: a tr- we're place. trying to elect an octogenarian to be <laughs> our next president. <laughs> yeah, but you guys because... have
4: like a really big ball of wool. I heard somewhere a yarn, the world's biggest ball of
2: yarn. We got a lot of world's yeah, biggest we, things we, around. The, here.
1: We have the world's biggest ball of yarn, uh, yeah, which but now looks like a big giant, the world's biggest yeah. ball of shit.
5: And I have Americans. Uh, it's
1: disintegrating.
5: Let me. Okay, I I know this may be silly because I relate a lot of things to cheese. But um, uh, um, uh, the American flavor palette is so pathetic that if it has any flavor at all, they flip the fuck out. Like, (laughs) I'm like, it doesn't taste like milk and salt, so it's crazy to you? Like, the American uh... flavor palette is, seriously, they want salt and sugar and fat. Uh That's all they want. want That's all they fucking want. And that is the perfect metaphor for America.
4: America can barbecue the fuck out of some
2: shit and I like I like barbecue. Mm,
5: only some parts, <laughs> We don't
2: get that in Utah. Sir,
5: only some parts can barbecue the shit out of some shit.
2: I went to uh, I went to get some Chinese food today and like in I told you, the waitress like la- no, you know, it, it, this is ABC that been a food. sorry if
4: it was China.
2: You know, I hopped on the Concorde back to America, you know. <laughs> but the the person that took my order, I said, "Yeah, I'll have this and make it as spicy as you can." And she looked at me like the fuck are you saying, man? <laughs> I'm like, she's like, what? I'm like, make it as spicy as you can because it says spicy on the menu. I want it as spicy as you can make it. She brings out the plate and she's all looking at me as I'm taking my first bites. So I'm like, nope, this is a zero. You didn't even try. That's <laughs>
6: Americans, if you
4: man. Eat, if you go and eat at Indian restaurants, they make food for North Americans and food for South Asians because my, my yep. wife is South Asian and I yeah. go to Indian restaurant with her dad. And our plates are different. <laughs> they <laughs> so are. No, I don't I want when... his plate. I can't eat his plate. I, I, would I, I know There's an a... Indian
5: restaurant. And I, and I was just bitching about American flavor profiles. And um, the medium is as high as I can go. And I enjoy it. Like, don't get me wrong. I love this Indian food. And it's it's incredible. And the medium is spicy. But it's not like... It, okay, it's spicy with a reason. <laughs> yeah. Like it's well, not just I'm like a, American uh... spicy where it's like, does it hurt? <laughs> like it has flavor and it's delicious and it's wonderful. It's an it's extra
2: spicy. dimension, yeah. But you
10: yeah. learn really quickly why their music sounds like because ah, it goes in the one or shit.
5: So I know this one Indian restaurant where they're like, like I I can't handle their spicy version. Like, because and their daughter, came, their daughter came over to me and they're from India and she she's talking to me one day and I know these people pretty well and I, I love them. And uh, she goes, yeah, my mom used to make me extra spicy because I like that. But now I like to taste my food. So I just like it spicy. And I'm like, oh, God, I'm so white. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I can't handle that medium. But I taste their like lunch buffet and like the things they label as spicy. I'm like, are you shitting me right now? Are you
2: shitting me? <laughs> so let's uh, let's get back to news. Uh, we have right. an alien. You remember how we were talking a couple of weeks ago about the alien megastructure mm-hmm. on that one star that is about fourteen hundred something light years right. away, and how a lot of us were getting really fucking geeked about it. We but you know, we're not we were getting our we're not getting so our hopes up about it because we always would think cool aliens, but at the same time, we're like, nah, it's probably not aliens. Right. And guess what? It's not aliens. It's not aliens.
5: <laughs> Uh, no,
2: it, that that megastructure they say was a a, uh, a swarm of yeah. comets, as the study says,
6: mm. yeah. because
2: they found it uh, passing the sun at different times, and so mm-hmm. they check one time, and then they're like, "Wow, what the fuck is this?" And then they wait a couple of weeks, and they check again. And it's like, "Oh, well, it's passed. It's not there." And anymore.
5: there it is. Repl-
2: a right. Dyson sphere would remain in geostationary orbit. Yeah,
1: it so. was the uh, if I remember if I remember right, that right, it was the lack of uh, infrared.
2: Yeah, there wasn't any of the, the man-made, well, I can't say man-made, uh, intelligence, intelligent creature mm-hmm. made, like, like emanations coming from it. Mm. Because they say there would be a lot of infrared coming off of That's it if it was depressing. a te- technological thing.
5: Fine, so. fine. We have some life elsewhere. Fine.
2: fine. <laughs> uh, I hate to talk about it, but we have to bring it up, but the... The right wing asshat, and the, a lot of people are saying, "Oh, well, don't don't say what he is until you find out what he is." But the the asshole that shot up the Colorado Springs Planned Parenthood Center
6: mm-hmm.
2: from North Carolina, mm-hmm. who drove to Colorado,
1: mm-hmm. to, now did, to shoot up. Do we know. Do we know if he he just went to Colorado to do that, or if he had oh, moved to Colorado? I well, I don't. He, I don't think it, we found out. It
2: Since matter. it took place in Colorado Springs, yeah. uh, you get all sorts of religious asshattery there, mm-hmm. anyway. And he he was quoted as saying why he did it, and someone said, no more baby parts. Um, oh, was that, was that... So, thanks, Fox News. That's he great.
1: Was, he was just in
4: the neighborhood robbing a bank, silly. <laughs> of course, yeah. No, fuck you it. Know, of all like, places he yeah, As fast as I'll say when I hear about a, a terrorist attack at our parliament building in Canada, or I hear about it in Paris, as fast as I'll say that it's Muslim cunts, it was a Christian cunt.
6: Yeah, that it went was. down
4: there and he was a, he's not pro life. He he's anti-choice because if he was pro life, he wouldn't be fucking shooting, would be shooting people. I saw yeah. I saw so he's today. an he's, he's a crazy Christian con anti-choice bastard.
5: Yeah. I, I saw a tweet today, today that to said if you shot any women there for an abortion they deserved it. And I said and and my first thought was oh, fuck girl. you first of all. Second of all, what if they were there for prenatal care because uh, Planned Parenthood does a lot more prenatal care than they do abortions. And,
2: you know, because if you nip that shit in the bud, you don't have to nip the bud. You know? No, no,
5: no. I'm pre- <laughs> uh, Sorry. i uh, not prenatal care. Uh, natal care. Like mm-hmm. what if they were oh. there for their pregnancy? Cause Planned Parenthood oh, okay. does that shit too. That's most of what they do. Yeah. They do more of that than the, than the abortions. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God.
2: God. What if you went there to get your ball snipped as a guy? Yeah, you make it so you don't have kids anymore, you're and all of a sudden you're getting fucking shot. I'm sorry,
5: as a woman, like seriously, my body, my life is less valuable than the life I carry. And I've never had a kid. I'm, I'm not, I'm not a mother. But fuck you. With
10: a body mouth
5: like <laughs> that, as valuable as my womb. <laughs> fuck you.
10: But I mean, do you do you notice that there's been like a big push to almost eliminate like uh, planned parenthood by the big uh presidential candidates like uh Trump uh Oh yeah. And so as far this- as
5: I've seen I haven't seen any plans from Trump to defund Planned Parenthood. He said so- he he did that whole thing where he's like I'm pro life but he also was like I'm not defunding Planned Parenthood cuz you know it's Trump. Uh Ben Carson, yes, he was all about that.
2: Same with Jeb Bush. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I mean, any any of these guys hard right, like hard right. Only reason Trump is not considered in that is because he's not beholden to anybody.
5: That's just well, he's not hard right. I fucking hate it. If he was, if he was in front of us,
4: listen. If if Trump was in front of us, he would say, "I'm not going to cancel the funding to Planned Parenthood." If he's in front of some fucking pro fucking uh, pro lifers, he's going to say, "I'm defunding." Planned Parenthood it's just accurate. like okay so we have a theory on the atheist podcast about Donald Trump that he's an atheist he's not you know because he's like fuck but he's an asshole he
5: definitely is an asshole you know what I'm sorry but I would lump Hillary Clinton into that same thing I think she will say whatever the fuck she can to get elected and I think she's leaning left just because she thinks that'll get her elected Sorry, yeah. I so, I think Hillary Clinton well, is that right now.
4: I've been calling her a hawk for a, a long time. And she is. Um I'm a socialist. So fuck Hillary.
5: Yeah, and, fuck Hillary. Uh, I don't like Hillary. <laughs> I really don't.
2: Well, I, I love how she plays gender politics every time she's on a debate somewhere. Too. She
5: does it to a point where it discredits It's shameful. Feminism.
10: Yeah. But well, she looks like a stepford wife. You know that movie where they're all robotic, replaced by robots? That's exactly Like she does it to
5: the point where I'm like, "Fuck you. You are discrediting feminism right now." She just throws oh, yeah. the woman thing out there when it's like, "That has nothing to do with what you just said." Nobody nobody has said anything that was gender specific. No- and she has. She has been attacked in the past. Uh, mm-hmm. for not dressing a certain way or for not yeah. acting sweet enough or whatever. She has been attacked for not being quote unquote womanly or, you know, what, what, whatever the gender thing is, but she keeps using that in places where it's not appropriate. And now she's discrediting us and it's fucking bullshit.
2: I, my favorite radio station locally here in Utah, they, anytime they do a Hillary Clinton, t- they bring up her something that she's saying. They use the uh, the head Martian from Mars Attacks as like background noise. Ack
5: ack whack ack whack. God, I'm so That's sick hilarious. of shit. I'm done.
7: It's fucking hilarious.
5: So
4: you you time. can ask Edward. I, I'm and i brought it up on our show. Um, yeah. The money that you guys have in politics is fucking
2: crazy. So it's it's our, insane. It's, our, it's our, our
4: elections are publicly funded.
2: And Which we we should go to in America as well. For sure
4: should. Mm-hmm. And so like, they're allowed to take donations, but there's a cap on the donation and it has to be from a person. And since we're not fucking dumb, we don't consider corporations. Citizens United is one of the
5: worst and, things to happen to American politics ever. Yeah.
4: So our longest um, election just happened, and you guys are going to laugh at this, 78 days. It's the longest yes, election so ever to <laughs> That's happen this oh god, that sounds bill. beautiful. Here, you ready? 55 million for four for four parties. Fifty-five million. Total bill. Wow, seventy eight days. Insane. New Prime Minister. America, go fuck yourself.
2: What's your guys' uh, oh. turnout made for voters, though, I wonder? Our voter
5: turnout um, is
4: pretty good. Yeah, what's percent. the
5: voter turnout like?
4: Well, this time it was pretty good.
5: What? Is...
4: Our, I mean, remember, like, do you have uh, the numbers like, on like,
10: that? Rough like percent or something. 67 Sixty seven to seventy
4: percent. No, no fucking way. way. Yeah, but we really wanted Harper gone. Like, it was like, we really, really, really wanted Harper gone. That I wasn't know, but a even regular people that, election.
5: No, but like, in our elections where we're like, fuck you, we still only are like 30% max. <laughs> yeah,
4: I know. More people <laughs> vote for American
2: Idol than they do for your president. I know. More, more people stand in line on Black Friday for a cheap fucking toaster for five hours instead of taking three minutes you to go vote at their in polling center.
5: You beat the
4: fucking shit out of each other. In Canada,
2: okay, you, you know, we are a bunch of fucking monkeys. I tell you what. That's
5: because America does not value intellectual discourse. They value violent discourse. That is in the American culture.
2: We're headed towards idiocracy at a fast fucking rate. But when you broke, you- you know,
5: idiocracy, at least in idiocracy, they were peaceful idiots. They were kind idiots. At least in idiocracy, <laughs> they all got the fuck along. They weren't mean, they were kind. <laughs>
4: Chris, did you go in shopping our on Black society,
5: Friday? society, they're violent. They're fucking chimpanzees, our worst cousins, by the way.
4: <laughs> did you go shopping on Black Friday, Chris?
5: Fuck, no I didn't.
2: Me the me no, or the other Chris both, because I both, go by X. All of you. I I didn't go shopping on Black Friday because I don't do that fucking midnight stuff, waiting in line bullshit. I never Black
5: Friday. Ever. The
2: store was open normal hours. I went in on normal hours and saw that something was on sale and I went, "Hey, I could use that. I'm going to buy this. No,
5: I stayed the fuck in because I work retail and I work at retail that does not do Black Friday because I work in grocery stores and it turns out grocery stores are not a big hit the day after Thanksgiving. Um,
2: Yo, but I saved like 400 bucks on a television, so I'm pretty fucking happy.
5: I just laid there doing nothing and it was awesome.
2: Which is why I want to talk Jessica Jones because yeah,
5: that's what I did all day. I watched Jessica Jones. Beautiful
2: in 4K. Oh my god! He's
5: like, you like the show, and I'm like, yeah, I like the show, and he's like, yeah, it's pretty great.
2: (laughs) Okay, Uh, last little news item I have before we have to take our first break is that Russia has banned the Moscow branch of the Church of Scientology.
1: Yeah, that was awesome. Yay! (laughs) Of course, I I
2: I enjoy this, but at the same time, I realize that they are further orthodoxing themselves if that's a word into being this like ultra conservative fucking country and they
5: are but fuck Scientology
2: like they're
5: horrific they're horrific like they're worse than the Mormons
2: horrific and I I remember the the little exchange that I had with a, a guy that I work with
5: horrific (laughs) Fuck oh,
2: horrific! Oh. <laughs> I was I was work, I was talking with them about this whole Church of Scientology thing because anytime I find some sort of like fun news where I'm like ha, ha fuck you religious people I kind of bring it up at work because I can't get fired for it um, and so I was like yeah the Church of Scientology just got banned in Moscow and the guy's like well I see Church of Scientology is just a big ass cult and I'm like mm, <laughs> you do realize that what considers like, what differs a cult from a religion is the amount of people that follow it right and he's like I don't agree with you there I'm like, okay, so Mormons, cult or not cult? I'm not gonna answer that question. Oh, god. <laughs> well, he's not—he's not Mormon, but he doesn't want to like offend anybody, I guess, oh, even no, though he says offensive shit all the time. I, no, I don't
4: know if I should um, tell this story or not about Scientology. Do it. Okay. <laughs> I told it last night. That's the only thing because we did talk about it a little bit um, back when uh, Anonymous was having their little war with um, Scientology yeah over,
2: operation over, chanology over yeah and
4: everything i was i wasn't I was part a of that union man back then and in canada a lot of construction during the winter it's just it doesn't exist so you're laid off you got nothing to do so like every day for like 2 weeks i sat in front of youtube getting drunk watching scientology and anonymous battle each other it was fucking hilarious i'm
5: sorry to interrupt you you're a construction worker
4: well i do renovations yeah
5: oh okay so one of my favorite people who is also an atheist Mm -hmm. is a construction worker and he always calls his his construction worker buddies out on bullshit so it's just nice to meet another one (laughs) yeah yeah
4: that yeah that happens a lot because they're yeah even in canada they're 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 not you're not gonna get like a guy that's gonna be a huge Bible thumper, but they they will be a little bit yeah you know, like right. uh, maybe homophobic a little bit or whatever. <laughs> it seems right, that...
5: they're, they're they're subject to the cultural uh the the cultural sways of things, but yeah. at the same time they're not terribly studied in religion.
4: Yeah, so I'm, my being in in the trades industry is kind of a necessity more than. That's all I could do. Like, no, no, no. I,
5: I don't I don't wanna make it sound like the trade. No, I'm industry. just
4: explaining myself. You could never right. Yeah. So for me, um, like I'm dyslexic, so university really wasn't gonna fucking work out for me. And I was on my own at a very young age, so it just mm-hmm. made sense for me to get into the trade industry. So I didn't really fit in with the rest of the guys.
5: Um, trade industry, as far as I'm concerned, does not indicate intelligence, nor does it indicate capability. Uh, well, some of the smartest people I've ever known in my life have been trade industry. Hell, myself, I work in food and my industry does it, College is non-existent, but, it,
4: but it's not the norm. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. It's like right. you're yeah. a unicorn. Yeah, <laughs> it, that's true. It, if. Okay. So if you're a social... here, I I even worked on the oil rigs. So if you're a socialist that believes in gay marriage and equality for women and you fucking think God can suck a dick, you're not exactly um going to fit in. You're a little right. bit of of a unicorn. That's right. what I'm mean saying. Yeah. Oh, I I get
5: you. I'm just saying that it's it's nice to talk to you. is all. I'm-
2: Kyle, that's that's kind of like being a um a, a socialist within the government work structure that we work in. Just a little Rightly, bit,
1: yeah.
2: The atheist, work atheist, atheist socialist li- works. I
5: work in an incredibly liberal industry. Everyone I know knows that I'm the president of Atheists of Utah. Everyone I work with knows I'm the president of Atheists of Utah. They know what I do. They know what my outside work is. And um, all I get is, wow, that's really cool. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I've worn the lanyard now for like two years that says "atheist of Utah," bright red on there, and I'm like, I'm still waiting for some asshole at work to call me out on no. it. Nobody has yet. Well, I'm still,
1: uh, oh, I'm no, still waiting no. for someone to uh, to notice the uh, the the seven tenants of the satanic temple that I've got hung up on my on my
5: on my <laughs> here's, desk. Here's the world I work in. They get, they go. So you're an atheist, and I go, yeah. And they go, let's talk about this thing. That's the world I work in, and and I will, and I'll say exactly what I think. And they'll be like,
2: I disagree, and I'll be like, All right. Uh, I wish I could, but I work with a bunch of old fucks that are near death anyway. No, so.
5: I I work I work in an industry that <laughs> is, uh, man. If somebody called HR for some shit, it's like <laughs> that's hilarious because have you heard the <laughs> shit they say? If you work in the food industry, it's it's brutal, man. Like you Empty. cannot be easily offended and.
2: In the, the the parting shot that i want to give the news segment here before we move into our real audio and everybody has a pee break or whatever you need to do there's a guy by the name of wayne hazard spelled exactly like the fucking dukes of hazard yeehaw yes who's a virginia <laughs> county official as compared to the, the
4: leftovers all right
5: all right let's get no. this <laughs>
2: I love that fucking show. That's awesome. This season <laughs> If if you guys aren't watching The Leftovers, that's one of the best HBO series compared to like like if you put it up against Game of Thrones, it's just as fucking good. Oh,
4: that's I wouldn't funny. I would say Story is just as good, but
2: uh story but not production value. Not yeah.
4: production and not uh,
2: But if you caught if you caught the last episode with the whole assassin thing Oh, that was awesome,
4: wasn't
2: it? That was fucking amazing. <laughs> oh, I'm glad someone else watches this show. Anyway, um Wayne Hazard from Virginia is comparing atheists to ISIS <laughs> as he's calling for prayers at Thanksgiving. Stop, stop. <laughs> I let me you. let me get his quote out of the way. As we, let me see. Let's see, Virginia. Let's see. That would be kind of southern, but you know, Eastern. As we celebrate Thanksgiving this week, I think
7: it appropriate that we consider to remember the reason that this great nation was formed and by whose grace it continues to survive. Christians who formed our nation celebrated days of thanksgiving to God. No, they didn't. The- no. <laughs>
4: Where did Chris go? He disappeared. Where did Christopher go? He was gone. There was a strange, weirdly the- high pitched southern man here for a second.
7: The-, the Jamestown and Plymouth colonists recognized that they were sustained only by God's providence no, and he didn't. celebrated. Oh. No. oh, my God. And they celebrated Thanksgiving feasts. The
5: American, the American colonists. Uh, there was a huge problem with them defecting to Native American tribes.
7: <laughs> there was a
5: huge problem
2: with that. that pussy. I, well, I just, I have to, I, ha- I always have to reference it when you think of the Puritans coming to America on the Mayflower or whatever the fuck they came in on. Uh, just remember that Blackadder. You know the the Rowan Atkinson show mm-hmm. made a specific episode making fun of the fucking Puritans.
5: Yeah, fuck the Puritans.
2: They they were not good people. No, they no. were religious assholes. No, that they, came to this country. Those no. are the
5: same people who burned women at the 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 hint of an accusation. Mm-hmm. Witch is no. a witch.
4: If you I mean, think that the Puritans were the ones that came up with the first Thanksgiving dinner, you should look up a name called More, Martin for Bishop. Mm-hmm. F-O-R-B-I-S-H-E-R. That is the first Thanksgiving dinner happened in Canada. It had up. nothing to do with pilgrims, had nothing to do with Indians. What it had to do with was that three 20-ton wood ships left England. One made it. He made a feast <laughs> for his crew because he was thankful that his ass made it across the water, while the other two <laughs> captains sunk to the bottom. And that, and then the tradition carried on and on and All on right, and on. Maybe, and then the Puritans came and, and killed a stuck. bunch of people and had a dinner. Mm-hmm.
1: Thought,
6: oh. <laughs> God damn it.
1: That just so, oh, let's, let's that, that just absolutely so, highlights how much Frank, how
6: much
2: Frank, people listen, love revisionist history here. So hazard continues. These days
7: of an enemy from outside of this country as well as people from within who would attempt to remove all recognition of God from public life. Sure, why not? We offer this proclamation as a reminder that the United States has always acknowledged our nation <laughs> is dependent
2: is dependent on God's grace and providence. I don't know, I'm getting along pretty fucking well without God, people. No, we
5: haven't, though. Fucking revisionist history. I'm sorry, I freaked out and I hid behind my chair.
2: <laughs> okay, well, we're getting to the real audio segment. I'm gonna cut it off here. We're gonna go to break.
5: At least we gonna get more alcohol because real yeah, audio I, does hurt. This,
2: uh, I, Dave, I know you listened to a couple episodes, but I don't know if Chris or uh, anybody else has listened. But the the second segment, we go through a couple of audio clips and we painfully comment on them <laughs> because it it fucking hurts. So <laughs> we're gonna get to that here in a second, but we will catch you in a minute as we go to break. See you guys in a
5: minute.
0: Yeah. Are you tired of hearing the same old depressing news? Exhausted with the state of the world and seeing no hope for its future? Then why not escape reality with the Atheist Apocalypse podcast? Come meet the people in the mysterious events of the Tri-Counties, where the despair is hilarious and the baseless hopelessness is scarce. A fictional comedy audio story, unlike anything in the podcaster realm, Atheist Apocalypse will take you away from your daily woes while informing you about the secret plot to take over the planet. Stupid. Don't tell the listeners of the show that. I'm not ready. I'm sorry. I thought they should know. No, you're an idiot. They need to listen to Atheist Apocalypse first. Otherwise, they'll be unprepared for the news. If your podcast lineup needs some comedy, or even if it doesn't, add Atheist Apocalypse Podcast to your queue. To enjoy our bi-weekly adventures with the wacky cast and crew, you can subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, and YouTube, or find all the information you need at atheistapocalypse.com.
2: Okay, and we're back. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for joining us for the second segment of the Utah Outcast, which is going to be our Fun with Real Audio and considering how we have essentially the Utah Outcasts plus a whole fucking other show here on the episode this week, this is going to be lots of fun. Uh, I'm going to jump into the first segment of I think Dave has something he wanted to talk about first.
4: Yeah. So you know how Edward said it was two-something where he is right now?
2: Yeah, because Newfoundland, Newfoundland is like, the only
4: place on the fucking planet that is a half an hour difference. So, <laughs> we <laughs> talked about that pre-show. Yeah, yeah. so, so it, you go from... A, ontario which is eastern time to atlantic time which is an hour and then they're like hey we're fucking newfoundland and we can't do time so we're gonna <laughs> count to 30 instead of 60 and now we have a half hour difference
5: that's which is
4: insane a half insanity hour. that's
5: insanity
11: like, why
4: why bother with a time zone just keep it atlantic you're on the atlantic <laughs> ocean you're an island you're not that far from nova scotia
2: Hey, We're Newfoundland.
4: you're not that special that you get a half hour. You're just oh, not. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, definitely we are. <laughs> well, <laughs> considering I, have, I didn't realize that he lived in the same area as one of my friends from a long time ago lives like in, about in the same area where he has that 30 minute times difference. So I was like, fuck, that's got to be weird as hell to be able to, you know. Oh, what time is it in uh in New York right now? Oh, it's like minus like hour thirty or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah,
4: it's not as easy to just off the top of your head. It's like uh, hour, hours, you two know, hours behind uh, Pacific, two and three a half hours behind <laughs> Newfoundland. Uh, 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 well, at,
2: at the job that I have, and uh, I can't say so much for Kyle, but definitely for me, I have to figure out what time Greenwich Mean Time is. Oh, I, I you do, too.
1: Yeah, all the, all the freaking time. Yeah, so
2: we have to figure out Zulu a lot of the time is right. what we call Another it in, in military parlance. And so we're like, okay, daylight savings time just happened, so is it plus seven or plus five? Fuck, I don't know what, <laughs> what it is. What is it right now from Utah? But adding an extra 30 minutes in there... We'd have people just saying, fuck it, I quit. I can't do this job anymore. <laughs> <laughs> minus 3.30, Greenwich. What's that?
10: It's minus 3.30. That's that's how they do. It's
2: uh, three hours and 30 minutes. I know, that's but, so you know...
5: stupid. Uh, I half mean... Half hours
2: uh... is A-okay, but, you know, half hours were like, fuck it. I, I, know, give, I, up, I give up. <laughs>
4: Edward, I give up. you're not selling us on this half hour here, man. <laughs>
2: you, no, you're <laughs> not, not, definitely. So, uh, first little news segment that... No, oh, I can't say news segment. Uh, first little bitch ass motherfucker that we have for uh, the, for your guys's perusal this week is none other than Glenn Beck. Everybody oh. fucking loves.
5: Don't him. you dare give him the title bitch. <laughs>
1: yeah, he doesn't deserve that okay. one.
5: Yeah, I don't I don't currently have
4: the bitch though, doesn't he?
5: No. I, no, I'm a bitch and I'm a tiny bitch. I'm a little, no, bitch,
2: a little bitch. So he
5: can fuck off. He doesn't deserve the title.
2: I don't I don't have the computer with the processing power yet. To, that's the slave computer over here to do the video clip properly, so you guys can see what he's wearing here. But he is wearing people, a like, right? he's wearing like a leather bomber jacket emblazoned with all sorts of like military patches on it, and he's oh, wearing like the hat. Like, so he's like God, Bush, he's such a Carrier when tool.
4: walked off, and he was like,
2: "Yeah, that's I'm some good.
5: stolen yeah. valor right there." Yeah. Yeah. Not, not quite
2: like mission accomplished, like uh, like jumpsuit thing that he was wearing there. But he's wearing, like, the hat like where, like, Steven Spielberg wears it where it's, like, some sort of carrier's name on so, it. Wow. Or so let's
4: like... ask the, the, the guy that actually worked on an aircraft carrier how he feels about Glenn Beck wearing uh aircraft carrier bomber. Love you oh, love Glenn Beck?
8: That guy is such a... Oh, man. it, it makes <laughs> me horny. Especially well, the when... leather part. Oh, man. So... You'll
2: you'll probably get hard over this segment oh, yeah. because he he blames Obama. For, I mean, we already know he blames Obama for everything, but he gives a special nod to who who uh, who's truly to blame for ISIS in this one. So let me ask hang you this: a Does his face yeah. get all
8: shaky and red like? I
2: I know that he has like a six thousand dollar microphone that I covet like fucking no other, but I I don't see. I, he probably You're gets a little teary it, though. Eyed. <laughs> Trade my soul for this mic. so you would one. suck
4: his dick then. Basically, is what you're saying.
2: If it was a glory hole, I probably wouldn't care. But if I knew it was attached to him, I probably would have a problem. How much is it.
5: he paying me?
2: I know, Michael. right? Yeah, like that's, that's really Michael. where
5: I draw the line. 100 bucks. I
2: I have no scruples. I I would a
5: thousand <laughs> bucks.
2: Dollar value, you know, thousand bucks is a lot of cash. A thousand is a lot. Of cash.
5: I would blow Glenn. Buckford. And
2: as uh as Brian Warner said, you know Marilyn Manson said uh uh. A blowjob is like a handshake. Yeah. Well,
4: (laughs) if if I'm drunk enough, a dick's a dick, right?
2: Yeah. Whether surrounded by lipstick or a mustache, (laughs) hey, hey. (laughs) Glenn Beck's totally the guy that would give you a rusty venture. That's what he would totally give you that one. Okay, Glenn Beck, here we go. Oh, hang on, let me turn this up. That's really fucking quiet.
5: I'm sorry, my cat's an asshole.
2: Cat is an asshole.
5: <laughs> yeah. He's seriously, like, he's like meowing at the door. And then he's, I like, okay, open, the open the door. No, 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 no. Come in, oh, come in.
7: Echoes. echoes. Not me. <laughs> Not me. I
5: it'll, go, it'll, it'll go away in second. a second. God damn it. So he so you, won't you come won't in. in. Then, then I, I shut, shut the door. The door. He scratches. Open the door. He runs away. He runs away. You, he's like, no, you're not gonna be in there anymore. Now we're going out here, and I'm like, no, I'm recording a podcast. Since asshole
4: during the echo, your name is now Felicia two times. You Sorry. Said- <laughs>
2: <laughs> it, it it takes a it takes a few seconds of audio for it to clear up. I, that's what I do for having this old ass piece of fucking computer over here. I literally have a cable jumpered between line in line out on this thing to play this over the internet. So here we go, Glenn Beck.
8: The DOD has recently declassified and released an intel assessment from that same year of 2012, and it's a snapshot of how the administration viewed the Middle East at the time, what they thought would happen, and what their plans were. Now, I want to make this very clear. I'm charging that this president was the architect behind much of what is going on. I am charging the president was not surprised by this at all. I am charging that the president knew clearly these things would happen. Those are my charges. But here are the facts, and this is from a recently released DOD memo.
2: On, I'm gonna pause them here real quick. It's a heavily fucking redacted DOD memo. Oh, yeah. Okay. The what's the context? Ridiculous.
5: What's what's the con is it Benghazi? I, was, I was, no, like, no, no, no,
2: no. It, it's talking about the situation with ISIS, mm-hmm. Syria, and uh, the Arab Spring and all this other okay, stuff that all I He he's blaming Obama for all this. Nine eleven truthers. Nine eleven mm-hmm. truthers.
5: That's all I hear. Nine eleven truth mm-hmm. Obama this can and at the, the time. Like, okay.
2: okay. So he's he's not wearing a cap that has a um an aircraft carrier on it, but it's like that black cap, but it's almost like it's wearing the fucking black water logo on it. Like like he's he's endorsing some sort of Can fucking paramilitary military group. Please, do you know who
4: Cesis is? Cesis, do you know who Cesis is?
2: No. No.
4: That doesn't hit me. No. You want to know why you don't know who they are?
2: Because Obama? No.
4: Because they're actual <laughs> no. fucking secret agents, and they don't leak crap out to Ben or Glenn Beck. That is our CIA Cesis. are they're, oh, okay. yeah. they're actually. I didn't know about this. Secret and. They, we have reporters in Canada, and you know what the reporters in Canada don't get?
2: Csis reports. Information from shit
4: <laughs> because they're fucking secret, secret intelligence. Jesus Christ! Well, thanks to Glenn the Beck, Freedom of Information Act, which I'm not, a, I'm not against. There was no report. Nobody gave Glenn Beck a report. It's not. They're not like. I read a report. Yeah, the government of the United States of America and the CIA came to Glenn Beck and was like, "Here, decipher our secret information." Fuck you, Glenn Beck. No, and what I, what I said it's, is by yeah.
2: heavily redacted is like out of a eight hundred page memo that it could have been, he got maybe six paragraphs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's lumping everything together like you shouldn't fucking do when you're reading redacted information. You can't grab line from paragraph one and combine it with line from paragraph eighty six and get a fucking cohesive statement.
1: And and you need to take it all in in context the context for those things is very, very fucking important.
2: Like they're only going to let you know only what everybody else already fucking knows. Yeah. (laughs) They're they're not going to release secret or classified information because there is a giant fucking difference there, people.
5: Oh, there is. There's a huge Mm -hmm. difference. I had secret classification and I took that shit seriously because I had Mm -hmm. some access to information. Uh, now mind you, this was information that would affect individuals.
2: Like this yeah. wasn't
5: like government
2: This wasn't national security shit.
5: No, but I took it seriously because this was information that would affect individuals. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. I would not, I would not fuck over individuals. So, Glenn Beckwood. so the fact <laughs> of the matter is that if it was top secret, like holy fuck, that is some serious information right there.
2: And without giving too much information about who I am, what I do, and everything, I'm X, the podcaster. Yeah, you know that. Um, I do have a classification that requires me to sign a fucking 70-year non-disclosure agreement. Holy Mm -hmm. shit. And I'm 35. So by the time I'm going to be able to talk to you about what's happening this week at work, I'll have to be 105 years old. (laughs) (laughs) So shit ain't going to be talked about on this show. But you know what? I'm not Glenn Beck. <laughs> Let's get
8: back to him anyway. Three key goals for this administration: one, Did and I I'm quote, development of the current events into a proxy war with support from Russia, China, and Iran. Oh yeah,
5: because they love us.
2: <laughs> you know, because they love each other so they, well. You know? And
5: us, you know, because they've been getting along with us so fucking well.
2: He said, you know, he said right proxy up. war. He said with supports from Kegel. Russia. Yeah. He did.
4: You want to know why he said Kegel? Because he's a fucking cunt. Yeah.
2: <laughs> he's to work on his pelvic floor exercises. Oh,
5: come on now. Kegels are lovely. I
3: First know, but day. he
2: dribbles. He dribbles when he laughs. <laughs>, laughs. Totally does. Look at him. Fuck it. God damn it. I hate this man.
8: Is co- controlling areas fuck. of...
2: In- and Mormon. Mm-hmm.
8: Okay, let's go back to that. The regime is controlling the areas of influence. They're talking about the Arab Spring and the Syrian civil war here. So, what has happened? Syria has developed into a full fledged proxy war with Russia and Iran siding with Assad against the West. Team Obama, mission accomplished, one point.
5: CIA, uh, CIA Uh, agents over there to train against Assad. I don't think he's siding with. We gave
2: weapons to the quote unquote rebels at the time. Yes, who became ISIS because we were like, yeah, get rid of Assad. Well, he's
4: like, like, come on, fish,
11: dogs, a
4: front door, back door, Obama. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Obama. (laughs) Yeah, he's. There is no, he's just, he's completely miscategorizing this it, information. It,
2: it, 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 he's just words. throwing like, away. Ra- he's like, yeah. yeah. But it doesn't matter because enough assholes in this country that shoot up fucking Planned Parenthood clinics are fucking the, hearing yeah, this words. stuff. And they're believing.
4: Gold. Sell your gold. I'm a pirate. Er. That, that's, that's That's fucking Beck. Classic. But, back. Beck
1: <laughs> yeah, he, he's, he's somehow thinking this is, this is a, a grand master plan that they drew up. When really it was a bunch of, it was a bunch of ideas and information. This is the asshole that you have to thank for
4: opinion news. God. He, he really is the asshole that you have to thank for that. We, and I'm not going to, oh, fucking Canada. Yeah, I am. Canada rocks. We don't have (laughs) opinion news up here. We don't. They they tried to opinion news channel like kind of Fox of the North. It's called Sun oh, TV. Man. It lasted a little bit. Nobody watched it, and they're they're done. Just, you know,
2: yeah, but you know what? You guys have to answer for mm-hmm. Caillou. Oh, yeah, Caillou. No, Caillou. no, no, no,
4: no, no! I don't have to answer for a Caillou. Quebec <laughs> has to answer for Caillou.
2: I'm okay, yeah, okay, actually
4: going to bring up the dark one from Canada. Nickelback, I
2: can <laughs> bruggen cake. Oh, God, Saiten Bruegenkate. Oh, Canadian. the Calvinist. Oh, man. He is Canadian. Oh, I fucking hate him. I That was like, when I joined Atheist of Utah, that was like my shit at the time was presuppositional apologetics. <sighs> I was eating that shit up hook, line, and seeker because I'm like, this guy believes it. Like, you don't have an argument unless you like immediately uh, say God was part of it, you know,
4: (laughs) man, What, what, what the pre's up is, is like, you can't know. Okay. So you can't know anything unless the all knowing tells you. So if, if you don't know everything, then you know, nothing. But since he has a direct contact, somebody that does know everything, that person that does know everything tells him, but you as an atheist, because you don't have a direct link to that God, you can't know everything, anything, because you don't know everything. That's impossible yeah. to Go argue against. It's impossible
5: uh, to have a, a like a positive discourse with. That's impossible oh, to yeah. have a conversation. No, with you, no,
2: because you, you really just, you, need to watch the debate that he had uh, with versus Matt, uh, Matt, Matt Dillon.
5: Yeah, I watched it and it hurts.
2: Well okay, no, 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 no. But you also need to uh, footnote that with the dogma debate episode. That David Smalley had, I
5: also, also listened to that, because
2: he had he had um he had what's his name uh the Eric Hovind mm-hmm. as well as Saiten on the same time, and, and the the fact that he the got them like, ideas. oh yeah, that's right, they had them thinking it this on there, but the 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 fact that he had them going, you know, like had he made Saiten and Eric Hovind, who were supposed to be best buddies. Square off against each other. One is a determinalist. One is like a, uh, you could be one person believe like Calvinism, and the other person believes something else. And he's like, well, then David Smalley's like, cut the cut the mic on them at that at time. He's like, you know what? I'm done. You guys don't even fucking agree with each other. Why should we agree with you? <laughs> it, was, it was amazing. It was a great well, fucking. They're,
4: they're famous podcast. for cut and tail and run. So it's like Matt Slick.
7: Oh shit like
4: as soon as you do back them into a corner or you don't speak perfectly politely to them and say sorry yes move on they they get upset so if if, if you, yeah. I could never have a conversation with them because I swear away too much and yeah. and like Chris will call you out on your shit so yeah
5: you don't think you this, could have a the, conversation the with them you're a white male like it, okay I'm a white female. And they would He he would totally bring up Timothy.
4: The problem is, the problem is is that Christopher Maley up there, he will say, fuck you, you're fucking lying. And that's the issue. And then when they get called. But but that's the
5: thing, though. I would too. Yeah. I, I would too, but they would be like they, they would call me well, out for female behaviors. Like you think it's my, bad enough being a white male and they call you out, like they'd be like, No, I can't have a conversation. So It'd be man. like, How I'm dare not. you as the a female man.
4: in the white man's world.
2: <laughs> one of my one of my favorite YouTubers uh goes by the name Logic and he does a a lot of stuff about um not Eric Hovind's dad, what's his name? Ken Hovind. Oh. Like he does a whole series on like debunking all of his videos. And so now, Ken Hoven's out of prison, and so he's like, "Oh, this guy, Logic, he won't show his face on camera out, because he's a coward." Out you of know, prison, he's...
4: minus an asshole. Yeah, no shit. He got pumped. You know he's times. stuck um, in jail. But come on.
2: But he's he's now out of prison, and he's like, "Oh, I'll gladly have a debate with this Logic fella as long as he shows his face on camera and he doesn't use so many curse words." And so the guy responded like, "Fuck you!"
4: Basically, <laughs> that that's how I that's how I feel about it. And I, I know it's you guys
2: that. should own him because he's a Canadian. He's a great fucking He's an amazing, YouTuber. amazing YouTuber.
4: Yeah, I, I, I haven't seen him.
2: Both him and the Armored Skeptic are... Armored great. Skeptic. Fuck, I love Armored Skeptic. God. <laughs> I spend at least like three or four hours a week watching great Canadian atheists talk about shit on YouTube. I love it. TMN is really good too. TMN? I'll have to look him up. It's kind of it's
5: okay. Funny so, that... are we wait? We sorry, sorry. blueberries, guys. Blueberries,
2: <laughs> yes, we did. We got non sequitur there pretty hard. That's um, neat. let's get back I to Glenn Beck. That. Sorry, Glenn Beck.
8: Two opposition forces are trying to control the eastern area adjunct to the western Iraqi provinces of Mosul and Anbar, in addition to the neighboring Turkish borders. Western countries, the Gulf states, and Turkey are Can supp- I cut it right there? Yeah, go wait for it, boy.
4: Glenn Beck couldn't point to Iraq on a fucking wall-sized map. Carry on.
2: <laughs> yeah, I agree there, because a lot of these people are like, oh, uh, the Middle East, is that... Is Iraq north or south of Saudi Arabia? No, but Israel, Ugh. guys. Oh, yeah. It's, they, oh, they'd point out so fucking Israel in a heartbeat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Second coming. Bullshit, well, Bec- they oh. wouldn't
5: point it out. They just know the name.
4: Like, but Beck has that
2: great Mormon <laughs> cry down pat. It's rich. Mm-hmm. Me. He he has his his uh bearing his testimony quite well. Oh, yeah. He's just put it into uh mass media. I would say for people that don't know what we're talking about, bearing your testimonies when LDS people go, I know the the, the they stand up M- in front of
5: the entire congregation and then tell them how much they know they believe it, mm-hmm. and you know, have, how much they yeah. know
2: something to
1: be true. And remarkably, they all say pretty much the same damn thing.
5: Oh, it's so, so awesome! They,
1: very these nuts
2: (laughs) (laughs) and they do this weird uh, for people that don't know lds prayer most people in utah listening to this on UtahCast know exactly what we're talking about but for people out there that don't haven't seen people like uh say grace or anything like that when it's predominantly mormons they do this weird cross-armed shit where like they literally yeah see ed's got it there Mm -hmm. where you do this whole like arms like this and then you bow down to pray kind of thing It's so fucking odd to see this happening when, when most most like um, (laughs) most my most my (laughs) Baptist and you know, um, no, uh, I'm with you, X. I'm with you. Stuff was always like hold hands and pray, or you know. (laughs) No, no, no. I grew up
5: Catholic. It was always,
2: yeah, exactly. Or this is
5: also acceptable.
2: Yeah, I did the hand clasp thing plenty of times, but like the the arms crossed, look down. It's like what are you just are you afraid you're going to touch your wiener or something (laughs)
5: no you have to be
2: reverent reverent Mm -hmm. reverent okay so he could find these places if he looked at them on the map so let's get back to that
8: so isis had not officially hit the scene yet with their caliphate declaration but the intel community was spot on but what was the plan Your mom. Plan was not to defeat, not to destroy, not to isolate, not to contain, but to harness them and use them for regime change.
2: That's some weird shit. Well, you know, because Assad's still in fucking power.
5: Yeah, you know what, Obama's, if if that's what you, like, if you're trying to paint him as some mastermind supervillain, he's like, he's doing a shit job. He's doing a shit
2: (laughs) job of it. Well,
5: (laughs) hang on, hang on, he's gonna be president (laughs) of the world. First he's gonna get his
4: fucking 10th term in American office, (laughs) and then he's gonna be fucking president (laughs) of the world.
5: Dude does not want another term. Dude has made it. No, dude has made it abundantly fucking clear that he does not want to... He went on yeah. stage and said he's got his bucket list.
6: Yeah. <laughs> like and
5: this is a changed. man that also, can't wait to fucking have a
2: cigarette. He's so okay. fucking I, I, done.
4: I know it's very hard for you Americans to understand this, but he's not from Kenya. <laughs> <gasps> what? No, are you sure? Actually, not a Muslim. It's not a Muslim. What? Are you it's sure? you shaking sure. drink beer? I, yeah. You know what else? You know what, what else?
2: What? He loves bacon. He's
4: not a communist.
5: <laughs> no, fucking no. way. No, and fucking way.
2: He, uh, and
4: he's only a cultural Christian. <laughs>
2: oh. oh shit. You mean he only says oh, shit to shit. get people's approval? Yeah. What?
4: Dude. I hate I, I I hate to break this to you. I know it's America. Calm down. I know it's <laughs> very hard for you guys. Very, very hard for you guys.
5: No, uh, I can, I can't. Be oh, still oh. my heart.
4: Obama's smart. He's educated, and yes, he's black as well. He's-
5: oh, what?
4: I know. I know. I know. I, I, I just. I take can't.
5: It just I can't. Of- I can't right now. I'm just
2: all of a sudden reminded of the the Dave Chappelle skit where it was like the race drafts. I just. <laughs> Jesus.
5: <laughs>
2: like we get the entire Wu Tang Clan. That's what <laughs> all right.
5: So okay, we have carry on, on, sir. Let, Sorry, let I'm
2: let really him this bad. This is this is I the longest. Oh, we're letting him finish. Oh, okay. All right. This is. This is the longest of the couple that we have, so we'll let them finish. ...have been
8: supporting their efforts. We know how the opposition force was ISIS. Our policy was actually to support and harness ISIS in order to get what we wanted. Actually,
5: no, actually um, Assad released extremists into mm-hmm. the rebel group actually assad release extremists and they broke off from the initial rebels i'm just saying yes. I mean, and then they formed isis the break-off was isis the break-off was isis
2: and or, you know the fact that we took out fucking saddam hussein and then once we relieved everybody in the bathist party of their military positions mm-hmm. which left them a giant fucking void of what the fuck are we gonna do for work you know mm. Because most of these guys were the military leaders there where they said, all of a sudden, we don't have a job. Right, we the uh, there,
4: war there, gets drunk. Fuck been, you!
2: We're going to go a find a a faction
4: of Islam that has wanted this since the 70s. Since
2: well, yeah, it's called Saudi Arabia's yeah. fucking Wahhabism. Yeah, so. Fucking.
5: <laughs> okay, so is he going to finish?
2: Because I just can't anymore. Like, let's... Yeah, I, I'm about to cut his mic because he's being fucking dumb.
8: In his own words, we wanted Assad out and we would use these people to gain that.
5: Okay, come on. What, I, okay, I doubt that's an actual quote. I doubt that's an actual quote. I really, really do.
8: Three, if the situation unravels, there is the possibility of establishing a declared or undeclared Salafist principality in eastern Syria.
1: No, there's not. This is exactly right.
8: what the supporting powers to the opposition want in order to isolate the Syrian regime, which is considered the strategic depth of the Shia expansion. Let me translate. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. Intel community is again spot on here. The
2: Well, you know what? They're gonna redact intel. they're gonna redact everything that makes them look like idiots. Can I, can I yeah. translate that for him? Go for it. Water buffalo. Mud hut. <laughs> Muzzle. I'm done. I'm done. He, what he's gonna what he's what, eventually gonna say in time for What he was gonna say is that ISIS is the fruit of Obama.
5: Yeah, that's what he's getting to,
2: yeah. You know, we're, we're to blame fucking Obama for the fact that George Bush went to war in Iraq. You know.
4: Well, it's, it's not just, like, here, I'm going to
2: It's not as simple as that, but you know what? You can't blame the guy that's currently in power for shit that happened over time after some shit happened from another guy. In you
5: can't
4: in power. even blame America for ISIS.
2: No. No.
5: Like, no. You,
2: can't.
5: you can't. Actually, you can blame Islam.
2: You can go as far back as fucking England with their coming in and trying to take over this shit. You,
4: you uh, just. Sorry, you I can't, just. Wanna... You can't. Okay, so you can't blame other people for you being a fucking dickhead. You just.
2: You, no, you can't.
5: And actually, I just. I wanted to. Because we're talking Islam. Yeah, here. go ahead. Um, I, I have, have a.
2: more Islam coming up, too. So.
5: Yeah, no, no. no. I, I just wanted to say. So I had a I When I was in college, I sat down at lunch uh, across from the.
2: A- Lesbian experience, yes. Okay. No,
5: on. no. <laughs> Blonde Barista and I never worked out.
2: Blonde Barista, yeah.
5: I wouldn't shut up about her. <laughs> anyway, so um so I sat down across from this young woman and I wasn't talking to her because I used to do this thing at lunch where it's like, I'm not fucking talking to anyone. But she looked kinda lonely so I just said like hey how you doing like it was like just you know regular conversation her and I ended up having a lot in common now this was a young uh, black woman wearing a full hijab to her wrists covering to her ankles and her and I ended up having a conversation where she's like Isaac Newton is my hero and I'm like no shit <laughs>
2: like then I... why are you wearing that shit
5: right no that that kind of <laughs> and so her and I ended up becoming friends and we hung out a lot uh, she ended up asking me about sex and i was like it's awesome you should do that thing
2: you should totally do it
5: (laughs) and she's like really i'm like yeah no it's fantastic uh and then later i asked her so i asked her uh pretty quick about
4: still have your clitoris
5: she does
4: something muslims Muslims have a hard time (laughs) she's
5: from uh she's from Somalia, and she does but she didn't have
4: where they do actually
5: yes they do she's good she's good (laughs) she's good She's okay. good. She grew up I mean, in... She...
2: Dude, dude's listening to this right now. Could you imagine going through life without your glands? No. If you don't know don't what the glands is, it's the part that's yeah, the helmet. Yeah, it's the head.
5: It's the head, okay?
2: Like, it's just the tip.
5: Um, No, she's good. She's, fa- she's okay. fine.
2: Okay.
5: Uh, And because uh, her parents are... not care how
2: much... Because her
5: parents aren't right. psychotic, okay? Yeah. So, but... Can, uh, can so can her I her just
4: parents... ask you one thing before you go on? Sorry, mm-hmm. I know I talk a lot. That's Did good? you teach her how to fillet a banana? No, I thought this weird '80s montage where you're like, "Can we kiss? This is a banana."
5: No, I did. I so what ended up happening is so I've done henna for eleven years, and at the time it was like nine. Anyway, uh, I, she was ecstatic because she hadn't met any decent henna artists. In in her time being in America, especially in Utah, where henna is pretty rare still, so I did some henna for. Her, but that, that and she exposed her chest in front of my ex husband, and I she knew he was going to be there, and I and she had all freedom to deny, and she just giggled the whole time. <laughs>
2: was like when I say At exposed point... her
5: chest, it was like that. Like it was Wait, just like she
2: take over something and say I'm the captain now. Uh, <laughs> ex- did said her that... dad perform
4: a fucking what do they call that um uh honor killing honor after you did that no
5: <laughs> so that's what i'm getting to okay so uh months later her and i decided to go to the aquarium because her and i are both like stoked about science and biology okay, and cool. when i first met her she didn't she's i asked her about evolution she says i have no idea and that was true because she had never received a true education. Uh, by the time we got to the aquarium, she was like, evolution all the fucking way. Because, like, Isaac Newton's one of her heroes. And now Darwin is one of her heroes. Like, she is science. Like, this actually, this young woman, it, she's, she's a few years younger than me. And, uh, like, two years of math education, she was in calculus. Okay. Like this woman, she's she's going to be a biochemist and she's well on her way because she is brilliant. Mm -hmm. And uh, so today she posted a she wouldn't uh, I convinced her to take off her hijab to go to the aquarium.
4: Too bad her parents are going to marry her off and she's never going to work.
5: No, she's not. (laughs) No, she's Uh not. Because today she posted a picture of her on Facebook without a hijab, wearing a short sleeve shirt
7: boom fucking yeah. Balls. Balls. She, was,
5: and she was wearing makeup and she
7: was
2: so I'm going to take makeup. this <laughs> I'm going to take this happy atheist moment and I'm going to drag it fucking back down to All earth right, here Felicia sorry hard. this is how we do on the I second segment celebrate
5: here some young woman finding herself and she and the whole post was about her she's fierce and she is she is fighting for herself and that she is her her own person. And I was just like, so let's, uh, let's bring up
2: the presidential candidate that wants to remove that from ladies. Mike fuck a fuck. Okay. Okay. Um, Well, this is only a minute 15. So I'm going to try to keep the pauses to a minimum because we're 30 minutes into the segment. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Okay.
4: Sorry. I, I I am like, no, I, no,
2: I, I no apologies because you know what, you know, we try to keep it to a 40 minute per segment, but you know what? Fuck it. If people want to listen, they'll fucking listen. We love you. It's content, it's it's free, fuck y'all. So, okay, hang on a second. Here we go, Huckabee.
9: I don't think I was ever so embarrassed and angry in my life at a president of the United States as I was this week. I watched President Obama express visible and visceral outrage not at ISIS but at Republicans. I could not believe that the president of France, the left-wing, politically correct, socialist president of France, is seeing his country's borders. and
2: He says those three things like it's something to be ashamed or, of.
9: Or it has anything to do
4: with, with terrorism or President Obama. I don't, you know, no, they,
2: they didn't do like, those fucking attacks because he's a socialist. They didn't do those attacks because, you know, France is a left-leaning or politically correct country. That's not the reason they did that. Mm, I, Isis oh. is doing these fucking attacks because they're attacking Islamic country, people where places where there are Islamic people there. Yeah. You know,
4: I, again, again, it's just words. He might
2: as well say fucking dog, car. You know, oh. cotton candy, hair dryer, blow exactly. blowjob, exactly. hooker,
5: female, mm-hmm. he's,
2: female, he's, dog. He's, he's he's gay. He's hitting. He's know? hitting the fear words.
1: Yeah, the, the thing, yeah. the things these guys are scared of, and and here. here I'm
4: just gonna say this one last thing. It's like Paris. Paris, Paris was you. attacked. Fucking Obama. What the fuck <laughs> does Obama have to do with fucking Paris? Nothing. You know what? You know what? Fucking three years ago, you right-wing Republican cunts were calling French fries freedom fries. Yep. So set a fucking face.
2: Fucking freedom toast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
4: freedom fries, freedom toast. Fuck off. You don't even because like France, France.
5: Went. I don't know if you guys are accurate. Okay, <laughs> France.
2: I don't France. I don't know how many people like listening right now or people that have ever been to Paris. I I fortunately got to go when I was a little kid living in want, Germany. Dad was in the military. So
5: bad. I want to go to Paris so bad.
2: And I say this anecdotally because Well,
5: I just want to go there.
2: You're talking about the memories of a kid that was 5 years old being in Paris at the time.
5: No, but but,
2: but it smelled like pee. But no, it really oh, did. Yeah, it's, it's a well, big yeah, so city, does, and it's So gross. does Manhattan, like, but... Yeah,
6: yeah, you know. Manhattan, thank
2: you. <laughs> I've never been no, to, no, to, no. To, to New because York. So. Is but you lovely. know what? I don't remember being in Paris and being afraid for anything. Yeah, like, so I've been afraid for shit in America, you know?
4: It is the infrastructure for a million people, and it has 10 million people. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. fucking disgusting. And Fran, and the French people, I'm sorry to say this, you belong are but rude as shit sometimes. They have the worst hygiene on the face of the planet. And France actually, in particular.
5: Actually, 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 um, they're not <laughs> so they might be stinky to those of us who over bathe.
6: No no, 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 fuck no, no, that. No,
5: There's no, no such
2: thing. No, there nope. is.
5: There is such nope. thing. Oh fuck <laughs> nope. you. I got a bacterial nope. infection in my face for over scrubbing. That's not a fucking joke. And that is a common problem <laughs> so in countries you, where you they over bathe.
2: The rest of us are clean. washing your ass daily. Does not count okay. as over. Yes, it <laughs> does actually. Ginger.
5: Showering daily is actually terrible for your skin. And as somebody mm-hmm. who has incredibly sensitive skin, ginger. I
2: know. You, you call call me a ginger.
5: Are you calling me a ginger?
2: You look. I'm ginger. Wash my butthole at least once a day. No, wait, are you calling me a ginger? You look ginger. Uh-oh. No, Uh-oh. my She's
5: sister not- is ginger. I'm I'm brown. I'm I'm a brunette. No, uh, Edward. <laughs>
2: Dave, just suck it up. She's you're, No, she's
5: I'm a up. brunette. <laughs> My yeah, sister anyways. is ginger as fuck.
4: Anyways, you have OCD. That's not being clean. Clean your face to the point where you have no more bacteria. That's called OCD.
5: No, 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 no. I oh, actually... Wow. You said it four times. <laughs> you have OCD.
2: Blueberries. <laughs> Blueberries. Back to him, Mike Fuckabee. Let's get back to him.
9: Hang on. Demanding... That we, as French people, go to war against ISIS unmercifully. And our president was saying, let's open our borders and let's go to war against Republicans and specific governors. Would I like to see John Kerry resign? Of course I would.
5: Oh, my God. He's
9: oh mm. been one of the best fucking
2: foreign diplomats that we've had in a long time. I-
4: <laughs> Obama was at war with ISIS a long time before... France started bombing them, and, like, our new Prime Minister is like, I'm calling home the jets. Obama made made a special plea to the Prime Minister of Canada to not stop bombing over there. So, basically, gibbly gobbly do, I like Turkey on fucking Thanksgiving, too.
1: Yeah, he doesn't, these guys just don't know what they're talking about. They really like didn't... open
2: the borders to Syrians. Yeah, what? because that's what you do when you bomb the fuck out of their own country, you let the people that are innocent come into yours. Well,
1: what he what he heard was that France closed its borders. Yeah, they temporarily closed their borders. Yeah,
2: it's called martial law <laughs> for a fucking
1: reason, man. While there was an imminent threat you know, and they were it, trying to hunt people down and they didn't been, want people hasn't escaping.
5: It, has, hasn't it since been like like they're like now nah, we're fine at this point?
1: Yeah, no, no. They're yeah. They they caught everybody they could catch they're and still
5: they said okay, we're good.
1: Refugees, yeah, and they're, they're still, still taking refugees.
5: Still
4: so
1: America wouldn't
4: even let their own citizens in when nine eleven happened. Gander yeah, they ground up
2: every fucking. Gander, plane.
4: Newfoundland took in more Americans than their own population because you guys <laughs> shut the borders and wouldn't even let your own people back in.
2: Because America is fucked. Shut up. <laughs> Basically.
9: <sighs> he's about done here. Forget John Kerry is only doing the bidding of the person who appointed him. I've got a better idea. Instead of getting rid of John Kerry, I'd like for Barack Obama to resign if he's not going to protect America and instead protect the image of his life. He only has a few more fucking months. Shut the fuck up. He was.
2: And so the final word that I want you guys to go home with is that he... Obama must resign for protecting Islam over America, which he's not, not fucking even doing. close.
9: Okay, That's so, not even, okay, no, no,
5: no, those are not the those are not the same fucking thing. So people who are who are Muslim, as in they worship Muhammad, like they're Islamic. That is not. That is not non-American. Those two things are not mutually exclusive. So can, I, can, I, can
4: I break this down for you guys? Real I'm sorry, quick? Go for yes, it. no okay, blood, so blood pressure. Here. The, the 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 Muslim enabler Obama has killed fucking Osama bin Laden. He didn't close yep. down fucking Guantanamo Bay. And he's bombing ISIS. Fuck man, he's such a Muslim enabler. Whoa, <laughs> look out,
11: bro! I don't know if he, I don't. I don't know if
5: Huckabee knows this, but there are people in this country who are Muslim. I I believe I was just speaking about one of them. Oh, she's not really a good Muslim anymore. But no, the point of the, that the matter ever. is, she's she's a harlot. Ever. Yeah, she, I'm very happy for her.
2: Because <laughs> she's taken so, off
5: her hijab publicly i'm like yeah
0: bitch I'll,
2: I'll give you guys the choice uh we have one more segment and we need we have time to go over and that's going to put us over time anyway so but fuck it uh we have carly fiorina or you have the choice of brian fisher
5: oh shit oh, contact i gotta go brian fisher
2: is the the american go. family radio or whatever the fuck okay is. what is carly
5: fisher talking about
2: uh, Carly Fiorina is talking about Fisher, um, Fisher. who makes a better leader in America.
11: I gotta
5: go Fisher.
2: Okay, Carly Fiorina or, or Brian Fisher?
4: Edward, who are you picking?
2: I go with Fisher. Fisher. Fisher? Uh, yeah. We'll so are we saving Brian
5: Fiorina for the after show, then?
2: No, we have a uh, we have a uh, uh, something we're going to talk about on the after show where it's like the top ten questions from theists uh, oh, about shit Ooh, that's
5: good
1: so, Ooh, be yeah, let's let, let's, be let's cool. go with, let's go with brian fisher because
2: carly fiorina god, is
5: not okay so, so
2: to give you guys a quick breakdown of carly uh carly fiorina saying saying that uh people of faith make better leaders so you guys skipped mm-hmm. on that one here brian fisher uh and he <laughs> wants to talk to you about uh god intends every aspect of america to be used to spread the gospel. So be ready for fucking raging here. So here we go.
3: You look at a lot of the statements of our founding fathers, including George Washington. One George of George the first George says George that they Yeah, let me rewind that a little sorry, bit. Sorry, sorry, George
5: Washington was a Christian. Washington. But not all the founding fathers were Christian. So you uh, fuck you. Oh my god.
2: For <laughs> two seconds. In. I'm
5: sorry, I'm sorry. I'm already like amped up.
4: <laughs> I was waiting for Brian Picture to say, gays, kill them.
5: Okay, I'm not going to throw anything. I'm not going to throw anything. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to
3: okay. center, center. Here we go. Including George Washington, one of the purposes that they knew that God had for America was to advance the kingdom of God. Huh? Citation, please.
5: Excuse me, what? Because I believe that Citation the neither. theists and the non-theists agreed that America had no religion.
2: Yeah. You know, because they saw how bad the Church of England fucked up England. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> yeah, it just Santa it, Claus it, the thing
4: America. is, though, is that you say that now, but England is a lot more secular than the United States.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, but they're also no, the way too fucking has, hard, PC. The
5: freedom of religion has actually allowed for the expansion of religion in the United States. That's what these fuckers don't understand, that the freedom of religion <laughs> has given way for these crazy fucking religions. Which I actually believe in. like I am actually like, yeah, freedom of religion. And yes, these crazy fucking religions have a hold. But that also means that we have a voice for the opposing side.
4: Whoa, 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 whoa. Side. But I Okay, so freedom of religion in, in just your own beliefs, right?
5: Right. Yeah, mm-hmm.
4: so not like Islam believes in marrying off six-year-olds.
5: No. Oh god, that's not what I'm talking about. Nope. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about. No. 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 I'm not talking when, about I'm not talking about unrestricted people, freedom of religion. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. so restricted.
4: So that's not actually freedom of uh,
5: It's not No, you're right. It's not 100% freedom of religion. People always say
4: Yeah, but I think the Rastafari exactly should be able to blaze. it. isn't freedom of religion. There's um I'm allowed to act like a four-year-old and believe in my sky daddy, even though I know that it's not real. Your
5: freedom of religion affects only you. That's the context of the law. And I agree with that context.
2: Dave, I'm bringing this up only for the people that can't view the video on YouTube right now, but I love the little tykes car in the background. Yeah,
4: that's... (laughs) Kyle knows. There is also a, a, a... a balloon, uh, <laughs> a balloon. How old are the your ball children?
5: <laughs> children of a certain age love balloons, and I've so learned this is too. I full.
4: have a severely autistic son, and oh. is uh, he's nonverbal. And part of his stim is that he likes balloons. So whether it's his birthday or not, there's
2: balloons in the house.
5: Okay, well, I'm, I'm sorry, say, but my heart just warmed guy. a little bit.
2: I love balloons anyway. So now my heart just
5: warmed a little bit, like.
2: Okay. okay, Brian Fisher, this asshole. Let's get back to him.
3: Agent by which the gospel of Christ would go to the darkened corners of the world. In fact, I've always said, I believe God's basic calling on this nation. I think God has a calling on every nation, just like he has a calling on every life. And the calling on this nation is to fulfill the Great Commission. That's what...
2: The Great Commission, which is to blow me for $25. <laughs> That's not really that great of a commission.
5: That's really not that good. Yeah, that's yeah. really a shitty commission. Yeah, 25 like, like bucks, seven, dude. Or... Even Vegas. Just...
4: More <laughs> opinions. He said nothing. Move on.
8: He no, he's. What does he mean by dark corners?
5: <laughs> um, Not. Jesus.
1: He, he's probably not... talking about the brown people.
5: No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God Jesus. damn it.
3: <laughs> you know. <he's laughs> dark brown Jesus was a dark person. <laughs> God has called the United States to do. So all of our machinery is to be harnessed for that one great enterprise, the fulfillment of the Great Commission, to take the teaching of Christ to all the nations and teach them to do everything that Christ has commanded us to do, to baptize them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. That is the... Well,
5: we're doing a shit (laughs) job since religiosity is down worldwide and Christianity is Still not the most popular religion. Yeah, but so that's a shit get... job. If that was God's actual calling, don't you think we would actually well, be doing a better job of it,
2: motherfucker? The, Mormon, the Mormons are doing a great fucking job by baptizing dead people because they can't say no. You've know? <laughs> done that. Been so
1: so is, is this guy Is this guy really just trying to say, look, since the Crusades didn't work, uh, let's try it again. <laughs> hey, I got an idea, guys. Let's go, let's, let's by force, go into every other country and try to convert them. Sounds like a great or, idea. It, it's short shorter sure work. Like,
2: how about I keep my atheism to myself. You keep your Christianity to yourself and we get a fucking long I've wonderfully. Story <laughs> for
5: the end of the show. How um,
2: about, how about we enjoy a beer every once in a while and talk about politics, you know, about actual secular shit that's happening in this world instead of going no. you know god doesn't like the fact that it. you said that fuck word too many times and
5: I don't I don't have enough alcohol for this
2: <laughs> Well that's good because we are done in like 20 oh. seconds so we could finish this up real quick and then we're going to cut to break because it's time for us to get to the third segment where we're going to talk about uh stereotypes versus uh like America versus Canada which will be kind of fun Uh so let's get to that hang on
3: Calling of god on the united states and it has been as we see in the mayflower compact from day one that's been god's calling on this oh my god
5: oh my god he's referring to the puritans (laughs) it's fine It's fine. no
1: it's good does he do they really think that the mayflower was like the ship was america that was it
5: did they realize that england was like you guys are crazy like, that's why they weren't Here's the welcome thing.
2: in England. Here's the thing. One of my Brian Fisher,
4: if the Puritans were here, Brian Fisher would be burned on the fucking stake as a witch. Honestly. Eddie
2: Izzard and says the that they thanks- would be like,
4: what Eddie- is that iPhone in your pocket, you crazy wizard man? Get on that pyre over there. We are going to fucking burn you.
2: Eddie Izzard puts it perfectly when he says that you Americans celebrate Thanksgiving. We celebrate the same holiday in England, but we call it Fuck Off Puritan. This <laughs> <laughs> is f- great. I love that guy.
3: All of the early documents reflect this intent and this mission. I think a lot of times, if you look at an organization or an institution, if it gets off track, you need to go back and look at the founding documents. Who started this? Why did they start it? What was the mission? What was the purpose? And how can we get back to the purpose for which this institution, this organization was founded. Now, so this means the entire machinery of our country, every bit of it, is all designed by God. His intention is that every network, every component, every segment of this society would work together, work in harmony for the purpose of fulfilling the Great Commission.
2: Well,
5: your God is terribly ineffective, then, because we're not all doing that,
2: are we? And I think Dr. Oppenheimer would have something to say about the nuclear bomb yeah. being Go. used to spread Christianity.
4: <laughs> if he's not smart, he's confident.
2: Oh, man. Yeah, at least he's, at least he's confident in his ex-
4: ignorance. God all the,
1: all the God, all the founding God, all the founding God really...
5: Oh, my God. Do you know how many founding uh, fathers there were that were just, like, non-theistic? They're like, I'm not sure if God exists. Oh, well, and none of them were Puritans. No! It turns out. <laughs> <laughs> and the Puritans left, left England, they were like, for religious persecution. Yeah, because they were fucking insane. Mm-hmm. So they, they were and then it came and to they the Americas.
4: everybody else.
5: Right, but then they came to the Americas and, and a bunch of, the, like, and this isn't a joke, The a bunch of the women were like, the Native Americans don't have sexual repression. And a bunch of the men, too, but mostly the women were like, the Native so, Americans it. don't have sexual repression. We're going over there now. That happened! <laughs> there was a huge problem with
2: the, <laughs> the people. So, God damn it, for you guys for picking Brian Fisher so, over Carly Fowler. Pocahontas Fiedler. is <laughs> a
4: true story. It actually happened. Don Smith. She used to do cartwheels Lawrence on the news. This is
5: actually a super depressing story because she gave her life no, to I be know. an ambassador. And she went to
4: England. I know she did. I was joking. No, she,
5: she was. Yeah, no, she was. <laughs> she, that was actually super depressing because she actually gave her life to be an ambassador.
2: Okay, perfect time for us to cut to a break. We're going to be back with the last segment, which is going to be fun little stereotypes of Canada versus America. We'll be back shortly. Uh, we'll catch you guys in a minute. And, and until then, enjoy this little commercial break. We'll be right back.
1: The Brainstorm Podcast presents The Shift to Reason, Saskatchewan's first secular conference. It's happening on April 30th, 2016 and features some great speakers that include Seth Andrews, Nate Phelps, and Lavada Luening, along with others. This one-day event in Regina includes lunch and a VIP after-party with the speakers. Tickets are available at shifttoreason.eventbrite.ca and start at $95 for early bird tickets with student pricing and limited VIP tickets. Keep up to date with the conference on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash shift to reason.
2: We're going to talk specifically in this segment. We want to bring up Ed and his, um, what do I say, familiarity with being a Mormon convert and then deconvert within the LDS religion. But we're also going to talk in this segment, we're going to have our fun little segments at the very end where we talk about either the highs and lows for the week that we have, something we want to share with you, or being a stranger in a strange land and i can only imagine being a mormon in newfoundland where that has to come up every once in a while because like like dave was saying it's hugely catholic up there and i can only imagine being a uh, a mormon missionary up in that part
10: yeah well i mean i served a mission in ventura california
2: but they fucking made you go to california yeah and (laughs) learn spanish oh man (laughs) How's that? How's that worked out for you? Do you use Spanish very much up there?
10: No, I I probably spoke Spanish maybe two or three times, uh,
2: or English at that point. Fuck. Oh man, I'm telling you, you don't spoke. <laughs> <laughs>
5: no. They maybe learned Spanish in my Catholic school But I only got so far So basically all I can I, I actually can understand quite a bit Still Still to this day Like if I listen to a Spanish conversation I can completely pick up on what they're talking about But I can't respond back it's dicks, <laughs> Edward, it? Edward
4: let's, let's talk about the culture shock Of leaving small town Canadiana And heading to um, California where Poor people are treated like shit. There's no health care. Well, I mean, yeah <laughs> That's
2: America in general, yeah. isn't it? Yeah,
5: that's that's America. Uh today I declined my company's health insurance. Mm. That means I will be without health insurance for another year. Mm. And yes, I'm taking the penalty, the tax penalty for it. But uh I'm taking it because But what, you Obama No, what they were trying... Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> here's the deal. they were tar- so they, they wanted drink. to charge me fifty eight dollars a month fifty eight dollars a month and I spend max four hundred dollars a year on medical costs i'm like fifty eight dollars a month versus four hundred dollars a year are you uh, oh and nothing would be covered until I passed a two thousand dollar deductible oh, I'm like, can
2: would you I be the percent We your need single payer. To- single payer in this fucking country. Would you
4: be mad if ten percent of your hernies
2: went to health care?
5: No, if if it was decent health care.
2: And if it was, you know, <laughs> truly, essentially, quote unquote, free. I mean, it's coming out mm-hmm. of your taxes, but at the same time, if you're feeling a little scratch in your throat and you need to make an appointment, you're going to be able to be seen. I wouldn't give a shit because you know, I'd feel more better about the fact that I wouldn't have to pay a shitty copay, have to pay forty fucking dollars for some sort of cold pills or whatever we have to mm-hmm. take for it.
4: So do you want the actual numbers?
2: Yeah, go yeah. for it.
4: So before Edward gets into his his story, and I do want him to because it's fascinating. Well, um, and because
2: we do blueberries on the yeah. show quite often. Yeah.
4: <laughs> so here here's the breakdown. Okay. United States per citizen with what the government pays and what you guys in the insurance pay, it is twenty two percent of your GDP is spent on healthcare.
2: It's mm-hmm. fucking ridiculous. And
4: and you guys are overweight compared to us. And that's I'm not, <laughs> trying, to, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to be offensive. No, no, this, no don't this it's this not a facts,
7: facts. You need that to call fat fat sometimes. you have no, more Americans infant are run, remarkably unhealthy. You,
4: you have you have more infant debts deaths to the to the point of twice the infant deaths and we live Twenty to thirty years longer, and our lives are happier. Your numbers are twenty-two percent of your GDP. Ours are ten percent of our GDP. Go to healthcare. The reason why is because when you have single-payer healthcare, it's called preventative. Yes. Preventative. So uh, Kyle, we're gonna go get gay married. Move up to Canada before. I don't have a problem with that. Comes an issue because you're seeing a doctor on a regular basis because you're not having to shell out every time you go the doctor's like hey you are developing an issue you need to take care of this and because the government doesn't want to spend a fortune on healthcare they talk to you about things like diet exercise
2: Yeah, good luck getting
4: with
6: that shit in America. Actually, actually Americans are
5: finally catching up. Did you know that soda sales are incredibly down and the fast food industry is dying? Mm -hmm. The fast food industry and the soda sales are dying. Yeah.
4: And we don't Okay, so the the thing with the prescribing, all kinds of crazy shit down there and the commercials that you guys have with their fucking take this pill, cost three thousand dollars. You're gonna shit fucking black liquid out of your ass, but your foot won't shake anymore. That doesn't happen <laughs> here. I,
2: I honestly heard a commercial for a pill the other day where 30 seconds was talking about the benefit of it yeah. and then it like it was like a minute and a half of yeah. the side effects. We have
5: a medication for sale in the United States that extends your eyelashes. And the side effects include like cancer. Death. Yeah, death. Yeah, you you, <laughs> like, guys, cancer, have, you death, guys have like, medication. suicide for extended mm-hmm. eyelashes. You guys have a medication
4: for fixing the side effects of a medication. medication.
6: That you don't need to, yeah. <laughs>
4: that tells you everything you need to know right there. It does.
5: Mm. We, have an, we have a we have a hit television show where i a, a cancer patient started selling meth to pay for his cancer b- cancer bills that's that's
2: yeah. how, how does that work breaking bad wouldn't have worked as a show under a single payer. Or- <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
5: so in canada so there you go the,
4: the one good thing out of america is uh America's-
2: we got great media
4: <laughs> i, I could have done without breaking bad when as long as my American brothers and sisters had proper health care. I would have it's given up the show. opportunity to watch Breaking Bad so that you guys could have health care. It actually, and you can ask Chris this, it breaks my heart that you guys don't have health care. You're I've talking to somebody this, who doesn't. I've, I've been screaming about this for a year. It makes no sense to me that you guys don't have health care. Let me put it this
5: way. Um... No, I used to be under Tricare, which is the military, military. healthcare. Mm-hmm. Uh so we used to uh when I, when I when I was married, we and he was active duty, we used to have healthcare under that. And it was amazing. And I was like, I would sacrifice a significant yes. amount of my income for this kind of coverage. Are you kidding me?
4: I know people that are under the military um healthcare system. It is not amazing. It's not even subpar.
2: You guys no no are no no so no, no, no. Compared, compared to, to not to, having yeah. anything at yeah. all. No, so, compared so, to but I'm it- talking
4: about compared to our healthcare system in Canada. It is not. It's not like it's not. And
5: that's what I'm saying is that I I would take my taxes. But the, here's here's what my work was offering me. They were offering me fifty eight dollars a month, and I would have to pay two thousand dollars in medical bills. Before I would get any coverage unless it was preventative care, which means a yearly checkup.
6: Mm-hmm.
5: That's it. That's you all know, that at, this, at this day and, and age, so you should have a free
6: fucking gym. Then membership,
5: after you know. that $2,000, I would have a copay and they would pay 80% and I'd have to pay 20. My maximum out of pocket cost would be $4,000. I was in a car crash two years ago and I had whiplash and i looked at the coverage that we got i looked at how much it would have cost and it still wasn't two thousand dollars i went <laughs> to the er and i meant now mind you they put a c collar on me and said yeah you're fucking fine um because i was <laughs> but, that, yeah, that's,
2: but that's not considering like physical rehab and stuff right. like that
5: like I'm, I'm i'm saying that at my age and at my healthcare level I'm never going to pay $2,000. So what they're asking me to pay yearly out of pocket is ridiculous. On top of monthly costs, on top of co-pays, this is something I can't afford. Are you kidding? I just got a raise that's going to give me an extra $1,000 a year. And still, I'm going, there's no fucking way. There's no fucking way I can afford $2,000 out of pocket for medical coverage.
2: is it any wonder why Americans this time this time around for the twenty sixteen election are not I mean, there's a ton of us feeling the burn for for Bernie Sanders.
5: Single payer is the only way. Well
2: single yeah. payer taxing corporations at a higher rate, taxing rich people at a higher rate, you know, like we used to fucking do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So here, here
4: here's the thing is that you guys actually have a higher corporate tax rate than Canada does.
2: Well, mm-hmm. you yeah, know, maybe I don't a, agree with so much worse. with the corporate tax rate, but I think rich fuckers need to pay more yeah, than no, their "quote unquote" good income thing. tax. No, what he's it's talking
5: about is that they have a higher, that we have a higher tax, uh, corporate tax rate because our corporate taxes, even the corporations, they can still get out of it. So we mm-hmm. have a higher tax rate, but the reality is that they pay a lower rate.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're people. And b- before
4: we get back to Edward, <laughs> I just want to say this one thing: that ten percent that I pay out of my taxes covers me and my children.
2: That's amazing. That's fucking amazing. Yeah. Cuz I yeah. I have generally healthy kids but I don't. Uh, forbidding forbidding anything happening to them that could make you fucking destitute in this country. And that is the saddest goddamn thing that, that can happen in this nation is that you get somebody that has some sort of congenital heart failure or something you know like But here's the reality. Cancer, kids need
5: doctors where more. where you have
2: to send them to St. Jude Hospital. Which, if anybody looks up, and I told my wife this earlier today because it made me fucking giggle, is that St. Jude is the patron saint of lost causes. Mm -hmm. Fucking Catholics have a great fucking sense of humor because that's some evil shit right there. (laughs) I I had to giggle about that one. So anyway, we're going to get back Mm -hmm. to Ed. Uh, We're going to ditch the healthcare stuff, feel the burn. Uh, We're going to talk to Ed about being a
4: Mormon Mormon missionary in
2: California from Newfoundland. Well, basically, I live in a a community where
10: I'm from. I'm from a community of maybe 100,000 people.
2: Are you guys pretty tight-knit up there? I would I would imagine you'd have to know your neighbors pretty well, right? In certain in certain
10: areas where you live, you, they're probably relative. In, oh, shit. In, so, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're pretty pretty close. Uh, but, but it's like, super Icelandic spread thing. out,
4: though. <laughs> like, I yeah. know she was saying it spread out earlier, but kind of explain Newfoundland. It's, like, really spread out spread out. Explain the size compared to Texas.
10: Well, it's about the same size as Texas, uh,
2: Newfoundland is. With like one-eighth the population. but yeah, well, we have
10: 500,000 people on the entire island. Fuck, man. And half of them live in um, St. John's, which is one city. So.
2: Yeah, that's where my friend yay. lives.
10: So, half the, half the population of, of our province lives in one city.
2: Jesus, spread man.
10: Spread out. But going from that and then going to a place, uh, just even like Provo, for instance, it, it's like yeah. culture shock <laughs> uh, beyond compare. Like you, I, I went from um, having to go to the doctor. Uh, I could go in and just like talk about healthcare. I go to the doctor, everything's. I go in, get out, and I go home. Nothing. I haven't paid anything. Uh, but where I go to when I went to Provo, I ha- I had a, a cold. Um, I went to the doctor and I had to pay twenty five
2: dollars copay. Your twenty five dollar copay mm-hmm. and then your prescription rates and mm-hmm.
10: like going. But this is crazy. <laughs> but and then when I went to actually Ventura, California, yeah, and and seeing how illegal immigrants were treated, um, and seeing how you know twenty people living in a one bedroom house and no one has health insurance everybody's sick and it's like, well, and I'm not, as a Mormon, I wasn't allowed to, um, give them any money for groceries or give them any type of help. Yeah. I got so pissed off that I, that was one of the reasons that started, started me on the road to leaving the church in the first.
2: So let's, let's rewind it a little bit. We talked about a pre-show, but you were a, uh, first generation convert into the Mormon religion. Yep. Um, I, I was 11 years old. Two missionaries
10: came to my door, knocked on the door, and um, they converted me. Technically, um, with parents
2: were your parents too, or just you?
10: No, I baptized my parents uh, later on.
2: No shit! Wow.
10: So, uh, I was a convert myself, uh, uh, and then I baptized my parents. Uh, I I went on. I was probably one of three people in the entire branch. Uh, that went off missions. So we had—that's amazing. Our branch was like 30 people, though.
2: <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I can only imagine how small the ward <laughs> is up that area. <laughs> so how—how how old were you?
10: Uh, I was 11 when I first got uh, baptized, um, and I when I left the church, I was in my t- uh, about 20.
2: So here's my question: At 11 do you think that you were like uh, mature enough to make that kind of decision? No. And there's a bit of background. Uh, my father died when I was three
10: uh, okay. in, a, in a disaster. Um, and the promise of having being able to reconnect with him in a mm-hmm. in yeah. the next life or having, um, you know, being able to speak with him again, that kind of what, what is what resonated with me and kind of yeah. spurred me on to go towards more. It's
2: fascinating. Because it, it, for for people that that are listening outside of Utah to the show, uh, the age of reason within the Mormon church is, well, I believe, nine years old? Eight. Eight. Eight yep. years old. Okay. So at eight years old, you're able to make the decisions of, yes, I choose this church or no, I don't choose this church, which rarely fucking happens if you're a oh, second The
5: Catholics believe pretty much the same thing for communion. And when you get your communion, you're promising to be a part of the religion forever.
2: True yeah. story. This exactly. is... <laughs> which anyway, just on. like you know Scientology and Sea Org you're signing a billion year contract yeah
5: so I'm just saying like the Mormons aren't <laughs> exclusive to the no they're, they're not
2: exclusive but I, I just think it's 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 highly fucking predatory of these religions to do this kind of thing but
10: Mormonism is mo-
2: I, I have to say it's a little bit more severe because
10: of the restrictions it places on the human being um, it, yeah. they break you down as a human being and try to build you the Mormon mold and yeah they do so your whole psyche is changed uh, gradually over time to be a robot-based.
2: Well, and it's the whole reason that the, the Book of Mormon that my mother-in-law gave my oldest daughter at like five is now currently residing in the trunk of my car. <laughs> oh, it's a great yeah. read. Yeah, I, 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 I won't destroy it because, I mean, I'm not the kind of person that's like a book-burning kind of guy. But at the same time, like, I read it and I'm like, people believe this shit?
4: It's great to sick <laughs>
2: cigarettes with. Like, if you're I, out of... Tackle.
10: I
4: heard that completely I, wrong. I heard child, ex-wife, trunk of the car.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not Eminem talking about dumping my wife on the side of the fucking
10: But um, no. Mormonism for me was, like I said, was a way to try get back. I, I did baptisms for the dead for my father. So
2: so you did lots of temple work prior to your missionary?
10: Oh, um, we went on uh, what they call um, temple trips because we have mm-hmm. to travel to uh, Ontario to, to every uh, once a year, because,
2: which is still a fucking trek from where you guys are, isn't it? It's
10: like uh, four days drive, five days drive. Fuck Damn. me, man! <laughs> That's the United States right there. God, and we do that once. We did that once or twice, uh, well, once a year um, as kids, um, and then you had to go as an adult to do your endowment ceremony oh
5: um, gross gross okay I'm sorry the endowment ceremony is creepy as fuck
10: <laughs> well yeah well you, when you get into the endowment ceremony one, uh, I'm gonna be point uh, you know pretty frank with it you're pretty well naked except for a white poncho that goes over you and you have these men that are like 70 or 80
2: years old <laughs> yeah and they're like rubbing oil and all over your hips and stuff
5: gross and- oh my god that's so yeah. gross
2: they don't. They don't do the uh, the privates touching anymore. Do no. they, do they? Because they were no. It, it that used to be a thing. They but... go uh, to uh, to your your
10: your belly button, basically. Instead,
2: from the the fruit of your loin or some shit like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ew. So there's a there's a guy I'm going to try to get for the show here one of these days. His name is Mike Norton, and he's actually taken uh, a secret like. Uh, Camera surveillance of like temple endowments and shit like that. Yeah, I know, this, and it, it's so, it's so and,
5: creepy. It's so creepy,
2: and so it's like a, it's like a two hour video of him like watching the movie that they've made about you know the the uh, Satan coming to Earth and all that bullshit and all the knocking <laughs> on the door and you know this is the sure sign of the nail bullshit and everything. Well, I'm... so Mormonism is a is is weird. Not quite as weird as like Scientology or some shit, but just as fucking weird. Well, yeah, I would I mean, say, as most religions out there.
6: We
10: they talk about you'll get your own planet and you'll be able mm-hmm. to children and um send them out to have your own Jesus Christ, basically, uh, and and start it all over again. Um, but I mean that kind of crap is right up there because it's like Kolob, it's a star where God's planets result. Yeah, uh, that whole concept is. Pretty similar to Scientology's uh, seventy-five billion years ago. This Zenu T.G.X. Yeah,
2: Zenu <laughs> mm-hmm. fucking taking over the um, globe, the uh, the empire, whatever the fuck it is, the Galactic Republic or some shit like that. But that's like OT eight, OT seven kind of stuff that that Dave might appreciate because he was he was listening in on the Operation Clambate kind of thing at the time. <laughs> but I mean, like... but uh, but. Mormonism, just like Scientology, is a weird fucking – specifically American-based – and I, I can't say specific – I mean, maybe that's maybe that's a bit of a misnomer, but I mean it was created in New York. No, no, no. Close uh, like
5: Mormonism is the most American religion. Mm-hmm no no i think
2: i think scientology is more because it's all about fucking making money no 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 no
5: no no. uh (laughs) mormonism is based in america i mean fucking the garden of eden was in america missouri yeah Yeah. like i'm sorry but a mormonism is he and that is exactly what joseph smith was going for is he was going for this entirely patriotic
2: slice of america yeah
5: we are this chosen country shit that's, that's what he was going for so no mormonism is the most american religion it's pretty
10: scary when you when you're um transported to on an, another country being a missionary and um you're when you find you start having doubts and you're stuck in this country and you there's no way for you to get home um in, that's what my case was um but that's and, what
5: they want. They want you to be afraid. They want you to be stuck. And they want you to be dependent on them. That's why they keep creating illnesses that they have the cures for.
2: Which I, I hinted at a couple episodes ago when I was talking about the cruise and being back from that everything and conversations that happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, my brother-in-law is now non-Mormon. Mm-hmm. Who at one time was very fucking devout Mormon. Served his mission in the fucking Ukraine. You know, takes a lot of faith to go to some Central American, Central European country like that. And uh, I, I applaud the guy. But at the same time, he's not out about it. So I talk about it here on the show because, you know, nobody that knows him is going to be listening to this. But I, I'm proud of the guy for doing it. But at the same time, my wife even doesn't even know about this kind of thing. And she's she's not LDS or anything like that. I and mean, she's a nun, but she's not a atheist. But if I said to her, hey, your brother's a, a a nonbeliever nowadays, if she heard that kind of thing, she'd be like she'd be using it more as ammo against the family. And you're like, oh, well, your perfect son's a fucking more uh, atheist now. It's like and but, sorry, I don't know where I was going with this one, but <laughs> it's just it's just funny to hear that a, a lot of people that once they go on their mission and they see the the, the inner workings of the machinery of the LDS church, they go. Uh no, I'm I'm not cool with this anymore.
10: No, I ex- exactly. I mean, when you're on your mission, you're not allowed to listen to radio, can't read newspapers or look nope. at magazines. We can't watch television.
2: You guys can't you even know. technically shower alone, can you? Oh yeah, you can.
4: You can, but well, you, you can't beat off though. Motherfucker, no. you take my fucking <laughs> jerk session away from me, motherfucker.
2: Hey. You're... You got to be able to tug it, man. Is... Like, no, technically,
4: I'll stress the fuck out. It's... I'll beat somebody up if I can. not
2: Ed, Ed, I'm going to ask you point blank. And you could say shut the fuck up, X, if you want to. But you did you tug it on the mission? No, actually, I didn't.
5: Uh, no. no <sighs> I know, guys. Every guy I've ever met who's been in the military went to boot camp, said so they still jerked it in boot Kay. camp.
2: No, which is weird because there's no doors to the stalls and the fucking shower together. No, no, she did
4: it at
7: night.
5: Hang
4: on.
2: Oh, in the in the bunk. Okay.
4: Can I say something? I don't know if this is coming across or he's getting to the full story in this episode. But if you go back to the first episode that Edward was on the Atheist podcast, he was super Mormon, like super duper Mormon. Like the he wanted to be the perfect Mormon, so it makes perfect sense that Edward didn't jerk off on his mission That's... because he believed it fully, full sail. And it's oh. not wow. to insult him that I'm saying this; it's to get his story across.
2: So, Ed, are you a recent like deconvert, or have you been for a while? I've been a
10: deconvert for a long while now. Um, it's probably been ten years or more, but it's. I still think in some respects more like a Mormon. It's that yeah. I'm still trying to wean myself off that
2: like, um, uh, it, I, I know exactly what you mean as being a, uh, a Southern Baptist living in Utah, uh, who's a deconvert. where I still get demon fear kind of shit, you know, where I'm, I'm not saying like, uh, that person's like being inhabited by a demon or anything like that, but, you know, like if I get outside at, at nighttime at a certain time and it's kind of spooky outside, I might think that some demon's coming for me or some shit and I need to hurry and run back inside after taking the garbage outside. <laughs> yeah, well, my my, It's fucking wacky as shit, but when you're brought up in that kind of world, <laughs> it's real as fucking anything. <laughs> well, I mean, like I said earlier, the reason why I was such
10: a super Mormon is because I wanted to see my dad. Yeah. And... They uh, that was a crotch that the missionaries utilized to get me to convert. Oh yeah, mm-hmm.
2: yeah. They'll they'll fucking use any kind of inroads yeah. they can. Oh, and that's and the it, biggest
4: one.
1: When, yeah. When you,
4: Chris or uh, Edward, when you got into it, you wanted to be the perfect Mormon too, right?
10: Oh, exactly. I I didn't yeah. want to fuck up. I wanted to make sure I had that opportunity. You wanted to have the celestial
2: mm-hmm. kingdom, right? Celestial. Celestial. Sorry. Yeah. What is it? Sea turtle. Yeah, sea turtle. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah,
10: it's uh, yeah, celestial. Terrestri- uh, terrestrial
2: terrestrial yeah sea turtle yeah
10: and then did, uh, did
2: you
4: get to the to the spot where you were kind of thinking about leaving and your um i don't know what they call them but your door knocker buddy was upset that you were thinking about leaving any
2: his companion yeah his, my his, companion
10: um basically what happened was um i was um I was really struggling with the fact that I couldn't help people. My, I'm really out for to help serve other people. That was my point of view. That that was my job, um, and to serve and to help other people that
2: were in need. Okay, so and I I hate to hate to hit pause here, yeah. but now that you're a, a non convert to, to religion or anything, mm-hmm. I don't want to say non convert because it was a huge part of your life. Uh, but when you're a non believer nowadays. When you actually go to help some people, don't you feel better that it's not based on some sort of, you know, altruistic, you know, I'm going to get to heaven before you kind of thing. Or, uh, you know, when I go to God, kind of some some sort of thing where it's like, like, look, look at my good works kind of thing. I mean, not, I know a lot, a lot of not a lot of religions believe, you know, works get you into heaven kind of thing. But at the same time, as an atheist, being to do being into altruistic and doing things for your fellow person. I think it means more to us as atheists as it does to people that are of a religion. Because for people in religion, it's more of a badge of honor. Look what I did, Lord. But for atheists, we're like, look, I I helped out my fellow man because that's what you should fucking do. Yeah, for
5: me, it means a lot.
2: Yeah.
10: I do it more uh, anonymously now. So you know what I'm doing? Mm -hmm.
5: You know, you know. Like
10: before it was almost like you said, like a badge of honor. You, this one yeah. I'm doing because this is what God said. Yeah. Uh, but what, like I said, I, 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 in my mission, I wasn't allowed to do that. I wasn't. Al- um, they said, well, if I start buying groceries for a particular family, that they would get habituated to it, and then the next missionary would have.
2: Oh, that's mm-hmm. so fucking right wing. That's awful.
4: So, uh, one second, real quick. Did Kyle yeah, thank and you. Chris Maley, like morph into the same person? Ah, uh, <laughs> like do you guys even say they're both here?
2: Ever they're both here. I'm listening. You're listening. <laughs> no, Look, I don't wanna, it is I
5: don't late. For them. I, okay, guys, I'm so sorry, uh, but it's late for them and it is late for me.
4: I'm sorry. let up.
5: I got to be to work in the morning. Okay, <laughs> I'll be it's quick. It's late for
4: Edward. Edward is the latest.
2: He's the latest of everybody, because 30 minutes. <laughs> Edward,
4: tell the story <laughs> yeah. about that you were with.
10: So basically what they did, like, you're not allowed to call home. So when I started feeling things, I, uh, like, I need, I, this, is, this is starting, my mind's starting to change. Um, I wanted to talk to my, my mother. So I, I, went, I called her without permission, which is a big no-no.
2: No-no, yeah. If-, if it's not your P-Day, nope.
10: Oh, you're not even allowed on your P-Day to call home
2: oh shit <laughs> i didn't realize that
10: uh so um basically when well, i called home and my companion found out and uh he took a baseball bat and said listen one more time and i'm hitting you with this um so you know <laughs> you, you're living so hey, the, let, season, let, let, that
4: that is a that is a, a pointy point right there yeah his, it is his, Jesus. his the person that is supposed to be there to keep him from jerking off, hold him. <laughs> if you call your mother again, I'm gonna hit you with
2: a baseball bat.
5: That's barbaric. That's, That's barbaric. That's California
2: for you, though. Was was your companion from California? Well,
10: no, my companion was from Texas.
5: Oh, that,
2: okay.
10: okay. Well, okay. That ex- bad, <laughs> yeah, man. that
1: explains it a little better. <laughs>
10: um, but then, so violence they-
5: solves problems. Ooh. Sure.
10: Her. me hit
2: you hard <laughs> me man
5: god so
10: basically, uh, what happened was i stressed out and i started getting uh these pains in my stomach and and they thought it was my gallbladder um the church no it's just
2: religion fucking with
5: no <laughs> okay so so edward uh there was a time in my life where i was under a lot of emotional stress uh I hated the job I was doing. I hated the marriage I was in. I may have mentioned this earlier. Uh, it was it was a horribly toxic, terrible time for me, and uh, I got serious, like debilitating back pain.
10: Yeah, I mean, I agree. I, I I got so stomach sick. They rushed me to the hospital two or three times. Um, and yeah, the- I went to the
5: ER once for my back. So I hear you. Yeah.
10: Well, what they said to me was that it was, they thought it was my gallbladder, um, so they, yeah. they had a choice. They could pay fifty thousand bucks to get it removed here in the United States or pay $2,000 to send me home to get it done for free.
2: Oh, of course.
10: The cheap option, which I appreciate it, and I haven't looked back since.
2: <laughs> now, did you immediately leave as soon as you got back from your mission, or did you... Sort of. Uh, did it take some time?
10: It took a few days uh, for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, Sorry, I laugh. I'm not laughing at
2: you, but <laughs> it,
10: it, took, like, it took a couple of days, it, a couple of days to, for me to really realize that that's what I needed to do. Uh, yeah. And then when I told my branch president, which is sort of like a board <laughs> president uh, in Utah, you guys have, um, he uh, he basically said, okay, let's fill out the paperwork. Um, but then he told everybody in the whole branch that I was gay. That was the reason why I was gay. <gasps> oh, oh what yeah so oh man what the <laughs> fuck so this is I, like- mean
5: that, I mean like there's nothing obviously wrong with being gay but the fact that he did it to disparage you that is so <laughs> fucked up
10: he tells my mother this
5: oh my god
2: <laughs> so this Liar. is like her Liar! That liar! Fuck, I'm gonna have you back just to interview you mo- more about this <laughs> shit. So God damn it, man.
10: Now I'm super to the opposite. I hate Mormonism like a, with a passion. And I'll do anything to bring down the church. So, And I mean, literally, <laughs> we'll... I mean I'll stop at nothing. I won't lie. I won't say anything that's wrong. I will do yeah.
2: whatever I know, but I will I'm not holding back secrets anymore. Like I will So you're the kind of guy that like say go to check out cesletter.com and kind of stuff like that. Yeah, like I'm telling
10: you I, <laughs> I am I'm still waiting for my legal documentation saying that I'm I've officially
2: left the church. Have you have you turned in your resignation letter, especially after the anti um, anti gay stuff how can came a church out? Church
5: have this kind of power that you need legal document, documentation that you've left a church, like well, and, and it's not just Mormons. Like there are so many churches that you have to like legally leave. How the fuck is that a thing anywhere? Well,
10: Technically, I can leave at any time and not go back, but they don't take your name off the records unless you...
5: I, I understand that.
10: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I
5: understand that, but that, why the well, fuck is that a Well, because we had that thing? mass
2: resignation about two weeks ago where it was like 3,500 people fucking left. Mm-hmm. How, was you- it,
5: how is it that churches are allowed to keep track of membership like that, like in numbers?
2: So, Ed, have you sent in your actual, like, resignation letter to them? Or, like, have you just been de facto resigned? No, I have sent in an official letter uh, 10 years ago. <laughs> and they still haven't responded? <laughs> no. Dude, fuck that. Send it our way, and we'll make sure a Actually, fucking lawyer. Actually, yeah, I it. have connections. Yeah.
5: And I saw yeah. your friend request. I got you, buddy. You send it my way.
10: <laughs> it's really, I'm just, what really pisses me off is, um, this whole concept of um, like what you're just sp- speaking about the, the de facto uh, yeah out um, out migration I should say of people this uh, this is only the tip of the iceberg because when Mormons are uh, the apostleship quote unquote um, when they start coming out and start um, witch hunting people in the church yeah. for mm-hmm. being homosexual apostates yeah they will start there will be bucket loads go and i can't wait it makes me happy because the less money those bastards get uh, the
2: better i mean that's what it is it's a uh, it's a it's a business it's not a fucking religion no i mean
5: <laughs> fuck it is it is never it is a religion yeah they're super well, culty yeah, we yeah. yeah they're yeah. super culty but i mean fuck
2: give us your 10 percent and shut the fuck yeah, up well we, fuck it,
5: Name me a religion that hasn't pulled that fucking shit.
10: Well, yeah. Mormon temples, well, like, they spend $100,000 on a chandelier, yet they tell everybody. What's bastardly about it is they'll tell people Vatican. to sell every, everything they own to go to the temple. So they're actually families that leave their, they sell off their homes, their cars. The and then they go to the temple to come home to nothing. Yeah,
5: I'm well, just saying I have, yeah. that they're all, there's, like, you find a point in history and there's a church that has pulled that same exact shit.
2: Well, we have a, a sister podcast, uh, The Godless Revolution. They had a guy that was a Mormon missionary, uh, much like your story here. Mm-hmm.
5: It is actually very uh, but he story.
2: He was talking about where he went to the Philippines for his mission and he was talking to a guy that he was trying to get converted into the LDS faith and the guy couldn't meet the 10% tithing he couldn't you he know?
5: simply could not they're like it's and just so 10%. he was talking
2: about he was talking about robbing a fucking convenience store to make that kind of money yep
5: it's perfect
2: yeah, and and as 10%. him as a as a uh, missionary couldn't tell him no not to do that kind of thing the church t- 10% it's not ten percent. Ten percent to these guys. It's
10: not ten percent of your net. It's ten yeah. percent of your gross. So if you no, might...
5: no, it's backwards. No, it's no, It's backwards. Ugh. It's ten percent your... of your net, not ten percent of your gross. So it's not what you actually take home. It's ten percent of you what
2: bring you total
5: yeah. make.
10: No, no, it's ten percent of your gross. If I make a hundred thousand dollars gross, it's uh, a ten thousand dollars. It's ten yeah. percent of my gross. Okay, you're
5: right. I was backwards. Sorry.
2: Yeah, so
4: what I'm saying is, is that it's gross.
2: It is gross as shit. So um, (laughs) that leaves us very little time to talk about uh, (laughs) stereotypes between Canada and America. Dave, do you have any kind of do you have any like stereotypes you want to bring up specifically about your your brethren to the south of you?
4: Oh, fuck me. and Christopher, maybe we harass each other about this all the time. But I
2: I love this shit because I think stereotypes have a kernel of truth within them, but at the same time they are grossly exaggerated. <laughs> yeah.
4: So th- th- yeah, they they do like um I I'm yeah I'm a bit of an asshole, but like
2: <laughs> no,
4: <laughs> a, a little bit. But the them. the the only time that Chris ever seen me actually go off on somebody, him and his wife afterwards were like you we were like saying sir and. I don't agree with you. And,
2: Quit being so polite, being you
4: fucking too, Canadians! Like, like <laughs> you should say what I was saying, Chris. Oh,
2: so, fuck how fuck. accurate is like SCTV to the depiction of North to the oh, depiction of not Canada? At all. <laughs> no, okay, yeah. So, Great White North is not a fucking real thing. Strange Brew isn't real. <laughs>
4: uh, no, no, hang on, hang on. I shouldn't, I shouldn't go that far. There okay. are like certain parts of Canada, like way up north where i grew up that people do talk like that and do act
2: See, like that my my only um uh depiction of canada that i can say that i specifically lived was visiting british columbia okay um, which was mostly Sikhs anyway yeah. <laughs> so uh what but part of really fucking really it was uh like just just north surrey in british surrey. Uh, yeah british so you're so. in like
4: so you didn't actually visit North Canada, Vancouver. India. So, <laughs> um, no, that that's rude of me to say. But um, like, if you go to like northern parts of Canada, it's like see, yeah. Canada is actually eighty percent white. You wouldn't know that. Big surprise
2: there. Yeah, you know.
4: wouldn't notice that from visiting a big city, but everything in between is white, and the accents that you do hear on those shows are. Accents that you'll run into there, and the same as U.S., how you have accent from state state to state, you have accent yeah. from province to province.
2: Yeah. Well, so, so someone from Manitoba sounds different from someone from Saskatchewan. Yes. And,
4: no.
10: Okay.
2: No. What did you
10: say, Chris? <laughs> Sound totally different is New uh, Newfoundlanders. We speak totally different than You're everybody. You're
4: not even fucking Canadian, so what are you talking about, eh? <laughs> oh, okay, This is them. Like, right. Lord, time, and Jesus, everybody. That's the- gay- it's almost the- Irish, man. <laughs> well, that's how the Newfies talk. Yeah, we're... No shit.
10: Wow. We speak yeah. uh, there's places in Newfoundland that speak. Hey, go Polish. ahead. Like,
4: go ahead, Edward. Give them a Newfie accent. They like speak a, Gaelic a, a really. Real yeah. We
10: actually had people fly to Ireland to teach them Gaelic again.
4: Yeah. No, him no
6: way.
4: way. Yes, give them a real Newfie accent, Edward. Go ahead.
10: Well, how's hey, she getting on, right? You don't understand a damn word I'm saying, do you? That's almost Welsh, dude. No, I got it. I
5: got it. I got it. Yeah, so,
10: I got it, but wow. Well, there's parts of the southern shore where my friends from Ireland come down and they um they say they feel like they're in County Cork in Dublin
6: wow
2: <laughs> and that's funny because i I don't put on airs for doing Utah outcasts or anything, especially Felicia and Kyle and everything we've we've developed this Utah accent, which is um strangely enough a lot like um the when we have Ryan Duffy on the show, Felicia, where it's mostly like uh like Minnesotan accent, mm-hmm. you know. Because we have a lot of the you know. Jorgensen's, we have a lot of the um, what do I want to say there the the settlers from basically the, we
5: just drop our T's, yeah, yeah. mountain, yeah,
2: mountain. It's one of the biggest things for Utah, but uh, I I speak Oh, but, with there, a, but
5: then there's also the milk. It's not milk, yeah. The, which like, I say milk, of the, the I softening
2: s- of the eyes and stuff. But I yeah. grew up, I
5: grew up around like East Coast people, so I, I mean. Sort of east. Coast. I grew up around East Coast and Idaho, so we say milk and pillow. But there's Utahns; they say pillow. Pillow. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, it's, there, and, and, there's and a, I say mountain, but like people
2: are, like, accents are funny as shit. Mountain. Dude. Like yeah.
1: There's, are, a, there's ugh, a really strange. Sense. There's a really strange cadence to it. I can't even. I can't even reproduce.
2: When you have someone speak true, like honest and truthfully, and you guys, uh, Dave and uh, Ed, you might not realize this, but there is a specific Utah eutonics. Yeah. Where it's like ebonics, where like, like we went up to Nerf to go get the pillows from right. the milk store. Yeah, they, it's like the, it's like they,
5: they have the cracks and the. Yeah,
2: you... Like we went up up to the Spanish firk to go in, and it's like shorthand it's yeah, fire. They say,
1: they, yeah. they say things like carner
5: carner
2: carner yeah Instead of, we
5: went um, up to the Carner store it, it's to it's get
2: the it, it's more of the scandinavian uh settling in utah kind of thing because yeah. we do have a lot we have a shitload especially with utah uh natives uh converting to mormonism becoming settlers in utah yeah. that's what it is it's
1: the it's the scandinavian bouncy cadence
2: yeah it definitely is. Oh, definitely. But and the reason that I, I can do the southern accent so well is because I, I grew up with the the southern voice. But I, I lived in Utah for, oh, fuck, 20 years now. Jesus, man. And someone says to me, oh, well, you speak like you're, you're a, a natural born Utah. And it's like, well, I moved here when I was 15, you fucker. <laughs> I think you kind of have to pick it up after a while. Yeah, I wouldn't so, have um, that, that what what kind of um, over... I I can't think of any specific uh, anti-Canadian, you know, like uh, stereotypes that I might have about your guys's culture, because well, honestly, if I could, I'd move to fucking Canada in a fucking heartbeat. Chris has got like 30. I pounds.
5: I would, except for it's cold there, so fuck you. <laughs> yeah.
2: I love the yeah. cold. No.
5: No, Utah's cold is too much for me. I'm so fucking done.
4: Except there's a rainforest in Canada where it's like seven degrees in the wintertime. Where? The moose. British Columbia on the
2: coast. BC is fucking awesome, dude. Surrey is great.
11: Are you shitting me
4: right now? No, there's no snow in British Columbia. There's no winter. Nope.
2: Yeah. Because Uh, it's fucking coastal, man. It's coastal. The Pacific Ocean. (laughs) though?
5: are you serious that it's actually seventy? are you yeah, yeah, go, yeah. go
2: to surrey you will fucking love it up there
4: Kevin there's no now. winter there's no winter
2: get yourself a big turk and some fucking loaded like um uh, what is it the the ruffles that they have up there where it's like like uh, ketchup flavored okay
10: <laughs> all
5: right <laughs> all guys seriously I, I that's one of the coolest I love fucking things you I I've have have, adored campus. having you on the show but holy shit can we wrap this up
2: yeah we'll wrap <laughs> it up, up to you um, uh, let's see i
5: I'm not gonna cry. I'm just gonna like bail on you and yeah, say that. bon we oui way early. I was
4: waiting for you guys to wrap it up.
2: Fuck that. No, we can do this all night. No uh, anyway. No, we fucking
5: can't. I love you. That.
2: Listen, we've been at we've been at this for about two and a half hours. I think that's plenty enough for everybody listening right now. We're gonna go ahead and go to the after show. Thank you. Thanks for all you guys for listening. Sorry we didn't maybe talk about Flappyhead Canadians or anything like that, you know, South Park.
1: <laughs> oh, there's a whole shit ton of stuff we didn't get to talk about, but that's
2: okay. But I, I tend to think that we're going to have Dave and Ed back, especially Chris back for another episode because we're small time pop podcasters and it's fun to have people talk about this shit with. But anyway, um, we're going to catch you guys next week with another episode. Uh, this has been a special Saturday episode, so X me, has a, another extra day to do this kind of shit, so I don't have to worry about doing it all on Monday, which is fucking amazing. I'm going to love you guys for this. But anyway, we'll catch you guys next week with another episode. Until then, uh, check us out mailbag at uo at com or uh, sorry, mailbag at utahoutcast.com. uo at Uh, uh Twitter, Facebook, Utah Outcast, YouTube, all that kind of shit. Anyway, it's been a great fucking episode. We'll catch love you guys next great, week. Chris. And until then, you're welcome. Hun Good night, everybody.
11: An innocent boy's gonna find a dream. Salmon's going off the rails. Tiny parts are going to the end. Treating life as a book of fire. Naked eyes are open wide. What's the meaning of my life? Wise my shouts of prudence, he's deciding on bait, gave a Wake up got to play the truth. i don't I'm I'm lost you your mind, but I'm i i i you might think it's just for fun Enchanted by boys. Going off the rails, tiny parts are gone to the end. Treating life as a book of fire, naked eyes are open wide. What's the meaning of my life? Wise man shouts a prudent verse, He a Wake up to bed and
1: Why would you? Why would you not want to hang out with your ex husband? That just right? sounds. That I'm, just sounds I, like the best possible idea.
5: I guarantee fucking to you, my ex husband. Him and I, by the way, have had conversations where we're like, "Hey, I was kind of an asshole when we were married. I'm sorry." Like we've both done that. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
6: I like we're like,
5: and it's not like, "Hey, you want to like get back together or meet up for coffee?" No, it's like, "I was an asshole. I'm glad we're broken up." But, you know...
0: Hey, don't forget the Johnsons are coming over. I wanna find a rosé Jill hasn't tried yet.
8: Let's go exploring at Total Wine. Their prices are ridiculously low. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, always low prices. Total Wine and more.